let's go. Okay, let's go. Welcome everybody to episode 87. Sorry about that. It was my turn Flash to make a quick duck. Talk Flash about just timing, timing. Anyway, we've got a very <laughs> got a very important one for you today, guys, and uh, a fun one too, as usual. So let's just saunter right into it, shall we? We're going to start out with... Uh, did I? Sorry. Start out with what's new, okay, <laughs> where we talk about what's new with regards to China. And, uh, well, what is new today? What is new is that we forgot to eat pie. No, we certainly did. You so, remember that? Yeah. So last time we were supposed to eat shoe fly pie because it was Pennsylvania specific because everyone told us to. Yeah. And then people were emailing me and sending me patron messages and they're like, you were supposed to eat shoe fly pie. Mm -hmm. So we got shoe fly pie. There's actually a lady that sells it fairly nearby. And we've never tried it before. Nope. It just cut us a slice. Certainly um, did. What is in it again? Some sort of like... Smells like cinnamon. It smells good. And molasses. Yeah. But it's very dry looking. It's dried up. See that, guys? Look at how, like, it looks like a sawdust. Don't worry, guys. We will be getting into the uh, meat of the episode, but we you have to. Uh, you don't have to. They asked for it. Okay, we, we're <laughs> going to try it. Shoe fly pie. Hmm. Kind of tastes like apple pie. There's no apples. What? Well, okay. I'm saying there's no apples in it. It's a bit more sticky. It's very nice, though. It tastes like... Yeah, it's it tastes nice. good, actually. Yeah, I like it. It's like caramely. Mmm. Oh. Well, while um, we mm. savor our shoe fly Pretty pies, good. which, for those, you, <laughs> for those of you who don't know what shoe fly pie is, it's, uh, it's kind of a specialty out here um, in Pennsylvania. It's an Amish make it, right? It's, yeah, it's good. Yeah. Very cool. The woman didn't, was not on this. <laughs> yeah. Well, anyway. Well, I don't know. Remember last week so. we talked about this. Uh, we thought it might be mm. a rumor. We weren't 100% sure, but the WHO had skipped a couple of those um, special alphabet letters. You know, what are we talking about to, here? You know, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> when it comes to the naming of, um, of the different COVID mm -hmm. variants. You know, we got yeah, the, what are we, well, what are we on now? What variant? Uh, we should be on the, actually should be on the new variant. What are we on, though? Omicron. It was the coolest name ever. Yeah, still. It's not correct. Mm. So um, it turns out that, yes, it was actually confirmed by an insider at the WHO that they skipped out new for... They didn't want it to sound like... Well, people to get confused and think it was like the new variant of COVID. You know what I mean? COVID. You know, yeah, that, so, that makes sense, right? I mean, okay. So the idea was that mm -hmm. I was point. skeptical... And I didn't want to talk about it mm -hmm. until the WHO said something. Yeah. And I was shocked that they actually made a statement. I thought they were just going to keep their mouth shut. Yeah. But their whole thing about the new thing, I get it. Yeah. If you said, oh, it's the new variant. Yeah. Well, which one? Right? Sure. Oh, it's, no, the new one. Or know? if people are going out, hey, there's a new variant of COVID. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's like a new version. It's a new variant. Yeah. Oh, which one? What is it called? The new one. Yeah. I get that. Yeah. That's messed up, right? Okay, skip that one, right? Mm-hmm. So, logically, the next one is supposed to be what? Well, the, I don't know how it's supposed to be pronounced. Like Z or, or, or Z. Or but the Xi yeah. variant, basically. It's spelled the like same. Xi Jinping. Yeah. And right. their reasoning was that it's a well, common... Well, I, I have this up here. Oh, you I do? Have you have it? Okay, so, so let's take a look. I was like, this is not okay, right? So they came out, mm -hmm. and um, there's some quotes here. Here's yeah. some highlights. So it says, uh, they avoided the Xi variant, right? 
And the WHO, if you guys don't know, has been in the pocket of the Chinese government for a long time. They got Tedros, the the head of the WHO, to lie on their behalf, basically. Mm -hmm. Maybe unwilling. He didn't know. know, Remember that Tedros owes his position in the WHO to the CCP. They're the guys that actually lobbied for him to get in there in the first Mm -hmm. place. They helped him get into the WHO. So you have to understand that he owes a lot to Xi Jinping and the WHO. And that's why. Right. Anyway. So anyway, um, yeah, so they avoided the new one to, to, mm-hmm. for the, to avoid confusion. And the, this is what they said. The mm-hmm. WHO said, well, we skipped the Xi variant, mm-hmm. right? And I, I kid you not. They said it's because it's a common last name, right? Mm. A common last name in China specifically. So they didn't want people to be targeted. So... so like picture some some Chinese people or something. I get. Uh, I, I suppose I get them. that. Like you wouldn't want it to be called the Smith variant or something. Correct. If there's a lot of people with the surname of Smith. And, and okay, I'll go with that. Sure. Let's just say I'll go with that, right? Right. But me living in China, you living in China, I don't know one person with the name Xi in China no. other than Xi Jinping. Me too. I don't know anyone. Never ever met anyone. So with go the to the next Xi. slide. Okay. So I decided to do some digging. All right. Let's see. And I said, you know, this sounds like bullshit to me. Mm-hmm. So this is uh, Taiwan News. They reported on it as well. But what, so- what sounded like bullshit to me was that when you go through the variant list, yeah, you'll see that there's a variant called Mu. Yeah. Right? And that's just one of the Greek alphabet letters. And that right? is a variant that's already been... It's already been declared. So there is a Mu variant out there. There is. It's just didn't, it didn't get super dominant or anything. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, yes, the WHO named a variant Mu. Yeah. And I said... I know people. I know named people Mu. with the surname Mu. Right. Yeah. So I'm like, wait a minute. I don't know anyone named Xi, but I know people named Mu. The only mm. person I know named Xi is Xi Jinping. So go to the next slide. I looked it up. Mm-hmm. And uh, did a little digging, did a little digging. Don't know why it went black here. Are you talking about the previous side that said it's the 708th most? No, no, no. Okay. I did my own oh, digging. There we go. So I typed these in. I put up two. Uh, yeah, name get us out of there. origin website or whatever, and it tallies up based on census data. Mm-hmm. What is the most common name in the world? And this one was in China. Obviously, both are prevalent in China. She is the 708th most common surname in the world. Right? Yes. Yeah. And that's what I saw in that Taiwan article, right? Mm-hmm. So I was like, what about Mu? So was she, there's 774,000 people with that name. Yeah. With the Mu, Mu variant name, mm-hmm. you know, the surname, it's the 527th most common surname in the world, and there's a million people. So, WHO, your blatant lie yeah. here is is really an issue. I have mm. a big issue with that. Yeah. I will absolutely back anything that's trying to, like, take the heat off a certain group, for sure. sure. If you don't want to name it something based on that, that's fine. But you have to admit to the public that you didn't name it the Xi variant because of Xi Jinping. Not because you care about the Chinese people. Yeah, it's got nothing to do with the common surname because then Mu would have been on the list of names that you didn't use, especially yes. since it's far more common Correct. than Xi. So right. there we go. Again, WHO just playing playing second tune, you know, bowing down to the CCP and making sure they don't upset their overlords. Yes. And at the, same time, at the same time, to the detriment of the rest of the world, because, you know, if they do petty little things like this, of course, they're going to do whatever they can to not cause embarrassment to China. So if there's a revelation or something that points to China being responsible for something, they're definitely going to avoid it. Because if they even go this far to avoid insulting president or chairman, sorry, Xi Jinping, dictator for life, Xi Jinping, if they go that far, 
just imagine for a small little thing like that, imagine what they've done with everything else. Maybe they've gotten lots of <clears throat> reports about you don't know. You know certain we things, don't know the way it's going to spread, but because it makes China look bad, they just admit that. Right. If they're willing to admit this name, I mean, we saw what they did in the beginning and helped spread it by basically saying it's not human to human, you know, transmission when China already knew that it was. You know. Yes. They're just good point. Covering things up for China, and this is just another example. Constantly and consistently. Yeah. Anyway, that's a really good point. Yeah. Thanks. I thought that was it was just worth looking into. And again, mm. stop being so half-assed. Why? Why don't I work for a massive global thing? I could do fact checking for them. Yeah. Right. Exactly. They always screw up. Anyway, this is something you brought to my attention. I'm mm-hmm. shocked personally. <laughs> yeah. This it's is funny. from an Instagram account I call I follow called uh, Dongbei Can't Be Fucked With, which is great. It's a Chinese run meme thing. Right. And you actually pointed this to me before I even saw it on here. Ma- explain what Mao Tai is. Explain what Baijiu is to oh, everyone. Ba- Baijiu is uh, it's made out of sorghum. It can be made out of various things, but it's basically hard liquor from China. It's a, it's a white spirit. And it's usually in the 48% range, which is up what to, about... Up to higher than that. Yeah, yeah, 40 to 56% yeah. or so. So that's like 100 proof alcohol. You can get like, seven, yeah. like Mandalu, Donkey Lay Down, yeah. that's like 70%. Yeah, exactly. So it's incredibly strong alcohol. It doesn't taste good at all, <laughs> no. okay? I've never... I've drank the most expensive Baijiu and I've drank the cheapest Baijiu and the difference between the two of them is very little to be I fair. will say this there are brands that doesn't mean they're the most expensive there are brands yeah. that taste better than other brands oh yeah of course it's still a very harsh alcohol it's very it's apparently if there's this like World Tasting Institute or something and mm-hmm. they do how long it takes for people to get used to things so Brussels sprouts maybe it's like five tries beer I think was like 20 tries mm-hmm. takes like the average human being takes like 20 tries to get used to it right right Baijiu was like at the top of their list at like 300 tries. Yeah. And it's not to where you like get used to it. It's just like, or not not like it, it's just to where you can tolerate it, right? Yeah. And there's a sport of, like it's fun to drink Baijiu because yeah. of how bad and like harsh of it course. is. Of course. And I mean, look, it's it's part of Chinese culture. If you go go for a business meeting, especially mm. in the government, everybody has to drink Baijiu and you gum yeah. that stuff. But look. I used to love it. it yeah. To, to say it's a good tasting alcohol is no. wrong. No, okay. It's and it's not a leisurely thing. No, no, it's no. It's not. No. That's the thing. People drink it in in competition, okay? You know, when you're trying to That's prove, prove who's you, the yeah. man. Yeah. And you drink it when you're doing a business deal in order to get everyone drunk and also to assert dominance. It's all about dominance. Yes. And so, like, you'll see who can drink the most is the strongest person. It's a very interesting dynamic when it comes to Chinese business is drinking baijiu. And, you know, the thing is, there are cultures around the world that have got shit alcohol, okay? Of course. I mean, in South Africa, we've got, like, Vitlitz, which is, you know, like a moonshine type thing, which we is also really hard. We have moonshine here, too. Yeah. So, you know what you know what it is. It's the kind of alcohol you drink to get drunk, not to enjoy leisurely. But the funny <clears throat> no. thing is, is that they're out there now on Western media advertising in the most weirdest ways. I never thought I would see Mao Tai being advertised in yeah. the U.S. It's kind of And their campaign is hilarious. Let me read, mm. read this. So you have to imagine, Baijiu is about vomit. It's about <laughs> bullying each other. Just think about like a really, really, Ruckus. really, really harsh spirit that burns. Yeah, but I'm, I'm just saying about the setting. Yeah, yeah. The setting is ruckus. Mm-hmm. It's loud. It's people like pushing each other around. It's camaraderie. It's it's positive. It's negative. Yeah. It's usually fighting over the bill. Fighting over the bill. It's like a it's a blood sport. And in China, when you fight over the bill, that means you fight over who's going to pay. Pay the bill. Like yeah. the person who wins the fight pays. I kind of loved that. that yes, it is kind of it is a good part. It's a good memory of China. Uh, so mm. Mao Tai, mm. this is their campaign. So you imagine that we just painted the picture for you. What yeah. Baijiu actually is. 
It says, imagine this. <laughs> so you could, yeah. I hope this actually makes sense to you guys if you don't, if you're not yeah, familiar. Because you just, it's so crazy. It's the most vile <laughs> stuff to just drink imagine without this. a reason. Yeah. You can't even mix it with anything. No. <laughs> Remember when you try it, it actually tastes like stomach bile. Yeah, it's very bad. Like Sprite. Yes. Yeah, right. the Sprite. Oh. oh. Oh, I remember that homemade alcohol we drank that time. Oh, oh God, anyway. remember that. Yeah. yeah so. Imagine this, snowing outside, fireplace inside. Ask your best friends to enjoy a, enjoy a bottle of fine liquor. Isn't it a lovely day? <laughs> this poetry will lead you to immerse in this situation. Try to read it and share it with your friends. And it shows someone cuddling up to the fireplace with a bottle of freaking Mao Tai. Dude. <laughs> That's a nightmare. I, you know, I was reading, I was all the, the way up when it said, you know, a bottle of fine liquor. And I'm thinking, yes, there's plenty of fine liquor that would go sure. with this. Not Mao Not Tai. Mao That's <laughs> coarse liquor. <laughs> You know what I mean? And you can enjoy Baijiu and Mountain yeah, all you yeah. want, but not in this setting. No, it's not no. like a Christmas spirit no. cuddling, you know. It's the next one. Yeah. You can read the next okay, one. books teach us knowledge <laughs> while wine helps us taste well, life. Where's the wine? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Maltai, like a book you can hardly understand without experiencing something. What, what does that mean? I, I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm just kind of flabbergasted. But you, you have to understand, in China, um, I used to get this often. People would ask you, do you drink wine? Do you like to drink wine? And you're like, yes. And then they order beer or they'll order mm. like a baijiu. Because wine is just like... Jiu. Jiu. Which the is, character. Yeah, which is really just the, the, the word for alcohol. So mm. it's like, do you drink would be the equivalent. But in China, Correct. they say, do you drink wine? Or right. do you like wine? And sometimes they would call mm. baijiu white wine. Yes. Because bai means... Oh, yeah. Yeah. White. All the time, white wine. Yeah. And jiu means wine. So you white do, wine, you're like, yeah. oh, I'd love a glass of Pinot Grigio. Yeah. And it's freaking gasoline. <laughs> It'll be like Hongqing or Guotou yeah, or something. Yeah. They'll say like, "Do you want white wine?" And you're like, "Yes," and they'll bring you Baijiu. You're like, "Ah oh, man." Yeah. Anyway, um, I got some more. I want to read through these ads. Did you these get my so ones funny. with my replies in there? Uh, I don't think so. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, that's the whole point. Again, you missed the fun stuff. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> oh, because I thought you could elaborate on it with your voice, or you could look at. I'm just gonna I'll have read to look, these. Yeah, you read those. Uh, this one says, "Hey guys, come along with me. Relieve the stress on your shoulder." Just relax. And then the picture says, hey, Jude, don't be afraid. <laughs> I, yeah. I've never seen a brand so successfully destroy their image. Yeah. It's so nonsense. And it's such an expensive brand. Right? It is. It is. It doesn't need marketing. It's kind of like a thing that hey, is look, too I, expensive. I, to be honest, I think that uh, we're giving them some great marketing here. Sure. And, oh, yeah. Here's what it is. Yeah, what okay. So I don't know if you guys can see this, but. I'll read it to you, but the, this is their one. It says, our effective way to keep energetic and get rest. Okay, sorry. <clears throat> our effective way to keep energetic and guest, get rest well is coffee in the morning and alcohol at night. Hashtag more inspiration. Okay, so this is for um, Baijiu. So I actually replied to them. I said, <clears throat> the thing is, Baijiu is less about relaxing and more about investing in a punishing hangover. <laughs> to which Malta replied to me, then let's just drink a little bit. <laughs> oh, yeah. I forgot they were applying. So I, I gave them a gumbe, you know, yeah, we can which show you they We'll put on the subreddit. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. just thought it was kind of funny that I actually had an interaction with the Malta Global. That's, anyway. That is funny. That's the last one says, complete your... Oh, no. Go to the next slide. Okay. It was, it was my favorite one. All right. Let's see. I mean, what are they trying to do here? I don't know. Let's see. It says, at the end of a tiring day, take a bath to relax your mind and body. There are no worries that you can't forget. If so, drink a little Mao Tai so you can like black out. <laughs> this is blackout. Yes, 
and it's got this relaxing wow. bath with candles and a bottle of Malta. You know, okay, f- for a lot of people out there, you might think that what are we going on about? Yeah. But you just you just have to understand that this is <clears throat> this is really ridiculous. It's kind of like if someone says, if you just want to relax and chill out, eat a chili pepper. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's what it is. Because Malta right. is it's it's China's most famous baijiu. Okay, and it's expensive you get different variants of it obviously mm. you get the kind of the, the ones you see in the picture here all the time that's their everyday off the shelf yeah it's kind pretty of. expensive though. it's yeah compared probably com- 100 bucks yeah compared to their other stuff it's pretty expensive you probably pay like 20 us dollars equivalent for that bottle mm. like it's just I a think normal it's 600 quai. is it yeah mm, maybe not that one but whatever yeah, that we'll have to look it up but yeah. it goes all the way up to like 50,000 rmb yeah yeah to yeah. like ridiculous sure. 200,000 rmb like we're mm. talking about it can go up to like tens of thousands of yeah, us yeah, dollars for, for a sure. bottle just because it's very famous, um, but it's not something that anyone ever in my in in anyone's imagination has associated with relaxing. And, no, you know, like no one's like let's have a sip of Baijiu while we sit by the fireplace yeah. and go in the bath. Yeah, that's I know. like dropping a freaking toaster in there. I know. It's what crazy. are you doing? Anyway, um, yeah, if you haven't tried, if you're not, I was going to say if you're an <laughs> alcoholic, if you drink um, and you haven't tried Baijiu, you should try it. Yeah. Absolutely, and you can go go to any super like Chinese supermarket or Asian supermarket. Asia, you can find. Say, Asian supermarket, you will find Baijiu. It's usually the, either really bad or really good kind, but that's okay. Just buy something and try it out. Definitely yeah. try it out. You know, there's try. another famous brand which is really funny in China. It's called Jiu Guizhou, mm. which just means like drunkard. Yeah, drunkard alcoholic <laughs> yeah. alcohol. But it's actually like pristine. It's like one of those top tier ones. Oh, it costs that? a lot of money. I didn't know about that one. Yeah, I used to like Lu Jiao, Lao Jiao from Sichuan. That one was not very offensive you know like you go in the supermarket they've got those ones that are locked up you yeah. know and that's like joe Joe being there for like 600 rmb a bottle oh really it's, it's really good stuff it's definitely not the characters like joe it's probably it like joe no it is Gui. no no it's actually oh, really? like drunkard oh really alcoholic interesting it's alcoholic alcohol i had this one it was like uh <laughs> yeah it was one i was at this dinner i think it was like probably like two or three thousand dollars mm. i didn't buy this obviously no. some ccps shit yeah Anyway, it had a ship in the bottle, mm. and when you open it, it breaks the ship, yeah, like internally, not in the actual liquid, sure. like it's inside of a cylinder, and that's how you know that it's like you know because it's I, so yeah. intricate. I know? had a similar one when I was uh, <clears throat> drinking with those government officials up in um, who was it in Ordos, yeah, and they had yeah had, in the neck <sighs> of the thing it had a crystal drag like a, oh, a glass dragon. Yeah, I've never so when one. you open it, that shatters. That shatters, right? Because shows... that's, that's how yeah. you not you get away with counterfitting, right? Yeah, like yeah. you're never gonna. And also, then version. someone's not gonna open the bottle and refill it with something else. That's a good point. That's yeah. a good point. Anyway, uh, all this Baijiu talks made me not want to drink, ever. <laughs> okay, so this is something I found funny. Yes, this is a library. Now, how often do you see this picture? I've seen um, footage from this library all over the place, and yes. it's one of those things you constantly see on like top five lists or whatever. Yep. It's like. Look at this amazing library in China type well, thing. Well, I, I thought the comments were really like uh, really good to figure out what's going on. But what I wanted to point out here is that if you, without the comments, how do you how do you get a book out of here? <laughs> you know what I mean? Sure. Like well, I want something from that top shelf up there. I think they're supposed to have letters and stuff there. She's she's on a ladder, mm. right? Mm. Is there a ladder that goes all the way up there? You're literally gonna die if you fall <laughs> off. <laughs> sure, sure. It's not an efficient way to have a library. Now, the point that I wanted to make here is that I made a bit, a bit of a joke. I also screwed up and didn't put my comment in there, but I said yeah. it's a very stylish way to read Xi Jinping thought. Yeah. Because there's no real, 
There's no books you can, if you are interested in an international topic, you're not going to find it in China. There's no sure. books about that, right? Yeah. Everything is, of. I shouldn't say everything of censored. value is censored, but like most interesting stuff is censored or not yeah. available. Yeah. So you have this library and it turns out this person wrote, um, I was just there. Everything above where she is standing is a sticker. And you can actually see yeah. that, the depth. There. I mean, that, that's the thing. They're not even books. It's no. just wallpaper. It's just wallpaper. You know, so, yeah. and it's apparently just copied and pasted. So it's the same thing over and over again, which is something that we're used to. You know, Yeah. Um, when mm -hmm. they do those tourist villages, you know, I just recently, my, my video, if you haven't seen it, spoke about, you know, you go to these minority areas and they, you know, do it up and they make it look kind of like what it used to look like, make everyone dress up in their yeah. traditional clothing and wander around. Remember when we went to Genuine and I pointed it out to you that time, like they make they, they have like wallpaper now. So instead of bricks, because it's too mm. time consuming to build a building out of bricks. Right. Yeah. So they just make a concrete building. Right. Because it's easy. You know, you just put up the wall, or you just sure. screed it up. Then they put wallpaper that looks like bricks on top. Right. Or sometimes they paint the bricks, the painted bricks, the painted, you know, so fake bricks. It's the same kind of idea here. Yeah. Yeah. We're not talking about the country alliance. Bricks. Yeah. <laughs> no. What no. is that again? That's China in there? South Africa's in there. Yeah. Oh, okay. Anyway. Oh, by the way, background today is uh, Lithuania. And uh, the reason for that is, well, there's been some interesting uh, little uh, things happening with Lithuania and China. I'm sorry, our screens look very different. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they do. Anyway, the fact of the matter is um, uh, we have a subscriber who lives in Lithuania, shot some background no, footage for us. They just visited. Uh, oh, they visited. Sorry, mm -hmm. my mistake. Mm -hmm. Visited Lithuania and shot a couple of backgrounds. From, from Germany. Yeah, they shot some backgrounds for us for the yeah. show. Yeah. So well, we wanted to give a shout out to Lithuania, but we'll do that later. Yeah, it's, it's in the worldview section, in, yeah, but they're the being real chads right now. Yeah, just just so you know, <clears throat> today's background's not China; it's Lithuania, and there's a reason for it. Anyway, uh, are we still in a what's new se segment here with this meme, or yeah, what's we are. going on? Okay, so back to memes. So, just thought we'd throw this in here for everyone to enjoy. <clears throat> so enjoy. Respected men in WWE, John Cena, the multi-time champ. <laughs> yeah anyway yeah <laughs> fantastic i was from our subreddit so yeah and shout it, out again, to our subreddit. if you want to see all this kind of nonsense you can go to uh you know reddit.com forward slash adv china anyway um, it's time for us to move on here we're going to take a couple of super chats and then we're going to get into our main segment um sure yeah so um come to sweden this is from jonas ee says come mm -hmm. to sweden sometime i'll buy lots of beer thank whiskey. you also, which countries do you think will boycott the Beijing Olympics? I think the main Western countries. I mean, I hope so. I, I if they sincerely do. hope so. Yeah. Hmm. I certainly hope so. Uh, mm -hmm. Bjarn Hall says, "Have you considered bringing back the Chabadua T-shirts? Would love to have one, maybe someday." 
Yeah, Lightseeker, thank you very much. Sorry, JPN, Razor Fist and his rantings and the CCP today just added dessert for ADV China Friday. So I'm assuming that's another YouTuber. Oh, okay, cool. Nice. Charles Womack says, Thank you. I wonder if Chinese people will refuse to go to a hotel room on the fourth floor. In many places in the U.S., they do not have a 13th floor. You know, it's actually kind of interesting uh, in China, and especially in the South, what you'll have is you won't have a fourth floor. Correct. You have 5A, 5B. Yeah, well, they'll have like a 3, uh, three and then a 3A, mm -hmm. and then a 5. Yeah. You know, and the fourth floor is turned into a maintenance level, or it's just named something else. Yeah. yeah. So there you go. That's kind of how it works. Uh, last one. Mm-hmm. Um, PowerShift says CCP has lifted millions of people out of poverty by erasing them, drawn them in the middle of the night. Drown them. Drown them, sorry. <laughs> okay. In the middle of the night, they're not drawing pictures of them. Yeah, no. Disappearing them for organ harvesting, bury them with pollution so they can't breathe anymore. What a model nation. Okay, nice. Interesting uh, <clears throat> interesting thing there. So. Oh, and oh, this one's related. Reminder, yeah. Weekly reminder that uh, Dr. Balsek does not like getting Pinocchio <laughs> gift tweets. <laughs> Uh, yes. He may block you. ADV podcast does not endorse brigading. And we no, do we not. don't. We're actually going to show you a little clip from 2016 <clears throat> of Dr. Bolsack. Now, remember, everybody, this is the guy who's been helping China, the CCP, to deflect away uh, from any responsibility when it comes to uh, COVID-19 and the coronavirus. All right. We've shown clips of him before talking about manipulating, um, you know, the the viruses in the lab with spike proteins and so on we know he definitely has something to do with and a lot well actually a lot to do with COVID 19. it's just a very interesting yeah. quote here yeah by well, from him right yeah so now we're, we're actually gonna listen to what he himself had to say in 2016 just so that all of you out there can... this might be a little creepy for you guys yeah remember this is 2016 yeah all right so let's just just take a quick look at what uh, dr balsack has to say here other coronaviruses in bats a whole host of them some of them looked very similar to SARS. So we sequence the spike protein, the protein that attaches to cells. Then we, well, I didn't do this work, but my colleagues in China did the work. You create pseudoparticles, you, look, you insert the spike proteins from those viruses, see if they bind to human cells. And each step of this, you move closer and closer to this virus could really become pathogenic in people. It's very interesting. Yeah, I'd it? say that's pretty interesting. I mean, he's basically mm. explaining what happened. Yeah. And he's saying that uh, his colleagues in China were doing this. Making that you, that you insert spike proteins into bat coronaviruses so that they bind to human cells. That's yeah. very interesting. Exactly. And that's oh. why here on uh, a, mm. you know ADV podcast we call him Dr. Balsack. Yeah. Anyway, never Shame. forget, never forget. So now we're going to move on to our main um, portion of the show, which is Soft Power Hour. We talk about how China is trying to change your mind and the world's mind through various different means and different soft power mm. techniques. And guess what, guys? China's really furious right now. Yeah, they're real mad. Okay, why are they so mad? Well, they are mad because uh, the U.S. government put on a democracy summit. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So... The thing is that the Biden administration invited Taiwan mm. to the democracy summit. And unfortunately for China, mm -hmm. they're very displeased at that because they consider Taiwan to be a province of their own country. So how yep. could you invite a province of an undemocratic nation such as China to this democracy summit? Yeah. So it was very interesting. I watched the kind of mental gymnastics that went around this. And you and I are both people that like to, well, we kind of, this is what we do now. We mm -hmm. watch Chinese propaganda and how it's supposed to be targeting you. Mm -hmm. We saw a real big shift on what happened because initially what we're seeing is before this dem dem democracy summit, we're seeing China go 
Well, democracy sucks. Yeah, democracy it work. failed you. Mm-hmm. Look at all the homeless. Look at all the drug problems. Look at all these failed alliances in the in, in the world. Yeah, our model puts our people first. We have central planning, communism, Marxism, for the win, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Despite giving them no like no social benefits, sure, sure. being like the least communist country ever, but. That was their whole initial kind of uh, repertoire. Sure. And that shifted after uh, Taiwan was invited to the summit. And I'll read you some quotes here. Yeah. This is my favorite thing in the world. This Audrey Tang, mm-hmm. um, she's like a, oh, she, she was together with uh, Taipei's de facto ambassador in Washington. Mm-hmm. This is what she said. Because China flips shit, right? Yeah. She said, there will be a future there will be in the future more summit gatherings for democracy said tang so for all the governments and peoples around the world who feel maybe slighted that they have not been invited as a participant my suggestion is to double down on realizing democracy so that maybe by the next round we'll be sharing the same stage nice very nice <laughs> so she basically yeah. told china yeah f off yeah, maybe try become, being yeah, democratic, try, yeah. and then you can join us. You know, before you continue, the the thing is, guys, um, Taiwan has been winning a lot of favor with the rest of the world, and constantly in the media, what yeah. we've been hearing is we keep hearing that Ta- Taiwan is a vibrant democracy. Yes, in that area of the world, in other words, in you know the Pacific region there, that it proves that democracy can work. And this word, vibrant democracy, we hear it a lot in all the news articles whenever people are talking about Taiwan, and because of this, Taiwan has been gaining a lot of favor, all right? And people that weren't paying attention to Taiwan before are paying attention now. And this seems to have really ticked China off in a big way. So now they see that the word democracy is gaining favor. So they're trying to label themselves as being democratic now. Yes. Okay? That's the so thing. That, yeah, go to the next slide. So this is what I wanted to point out. I have right. a very clear dissonance here. Mm. And I like to use China's wolf warriors as really the best litmus test for this. Yes. Because there's not a whole lot of domestic talk about democracy. You'll see a little bit here and there, but there's more d- directed at you guys, yeah. uh, English speakers. So this is what Hua Chunying, this is the kind of stuff you would hear back in March. It's a foreign ministry, official right. foreign ministry from China. So this is a wolf warrior. This is the kind of people mm. that Xi Jinping sends out into the world to say, China good, you bad, right? This is the very, very basic way to explain this. So pre-democracy summit, this is the the CCP's uh, angle on this. Mm. They would say, I wonder in what way the West hashtag democracy is superior amid COVID-19. The world's richest nations watch hundreds of thousands of their people die. Is this democracy? While Western politicians are busy wooing their party voters, the hashtag Chinese government serves all wholeheartedly. So... Mm-hmm. You can see that at that time, actually, not that long ago, even this year. Yeah, right? that was March. In this March, year. they would say, democracy sucks. We have the superior system. You need to abandon democracy in favor of our political system. Yes. Right? Yeah. And they go to the next one. This is just from the other day. Okay. We're dealing with the same person. Same person. Mm-hmm. She says, this was, in, uh, this was yesterday, right? Yeah. No, today. Uh, China's whole process, people's democracy... It's not the kind that wakes up at the time of voting and goes back dormant afterwards. Instead, it ensures that the people have the full right to know, to express, and to supervise. Hashtag, what is democracy? (laughs) Hashtag, who defines democracy? And then (laughs) she followed up with her own tweet and says, it means that the people participate in every part of hashtag democracy, from the people to the people. This is an important way of China's Chinese democratic processes. So this is a total 180. Yeah. 
And now instead of saying that democracy is an evil shit piece of shit system from the West that failed, it's that China actually is democratic and it does it better. Yeah, China's a, than the West. a better dem- democracy than your democracy. Correct. Isn't that weird how they just decide they're going to label themselves right. dem- like uh, democratic all of a sudden? And now they endorse mm. democracy mm. with Chinese characteristics. Sure. So now the whole thing is they're trying to not shed the whole Marxist like hammer and sickle thing. That's for the domestic populace. Mm-hmm. But for you guys, you're supposed to be seeing all these like vloggers and people saying that actually China's super democratic. And this is something that we and we would see all the time in, here yeah, in China. Yeah, which is hilarious. This is, the 12, this is called the 12 core socialist values of China. Mm-hmm. And this is what the CCP says forms the party. Yeah. Right? And this is what the, the people are meant to enjoy as well. Mm. And you can see, what is what are some of these here? Prosperity. Okay, sure. Democracy. Yeah, right. Civility. Yeah, right. Harmony. That's their most important one, really. The one they focus on the most. Yeah. Freedom. Uh, freedom to do what the government tells you to do. Equality. If you're a CCP guy. Yeah, justice. Rule of law. That's pretty laughable. I mean, it's really all the things that they Patriotism, don't. yes. Yeah. That's definitely. There's a couple of them. Dedication, there. integrity, and friendship. All right, anyway, you see friendship. these. I know. You see these th- these things plastered everywhere. Usually you don't have the English subtitles. It's just on those red banners with, you know, white writing. Yes. Anyway, it's just, again, it's it's lip service. It's not actually what the country is like. These socialist core values is not what you experience in China. You don't experience freedom or democracy. No. Or equality. Or even or socialism. Justice, <laughs> or rule of law. No. You know, patriotism, yes. Dedication, yes. Integrity, I know. So I know this is a popular talking point because yeah. of the Taiwan thing pissing off China. Yeah. But I actually, this is why you come to watch us. We know what we're talking about in regards to this kind of stuff. So I actually want to break down as to why China is not a democracy. And it's not just because, lol, I can't vote. Yeah. It goes much deeper than that. So I wanted to actually point out some stuff um, that you might be seeing around the internet to counter this. Yes. So what does this say here? Explain this. Okay, tell me you has gone and there's just somebody on Twitter. Now, we've been seeing a flood of this, okay? Mm-hmm. Now, what tankies and the Wumao, the what 50 is cent... Tankies, uh, tanky is somebody who's who loves communism yes. and socialism. Pro commie. Pro commie, basically a commie, a red. What, what, what else would you call them? Like uh, a... I don't know. It's not even fair to communists, though, because a lot of communists even hate hate the CCP. Yeah, that's true. You know? uh, look, tankies, especially modern-day tankies, are the people who absolutely love to suck off the CCP and yeah. say that the West is bad and China is great, and they'll find every single opportunity to try and um, prove to you that China is a better, you know, more superior system than the Chinese government, etc. Anyway, so we're seeing a lot of tankies, and we're seeing a lot of um, uh, Wu Mao, 50 Cent Army. We're seeing a lot of sycophants posting paid with a paid yeah. message yeah and a lot of people that are paid and uh you know compromised by the chinese government are posting things out there to try and suddenly prove that china is actually a democracy right and it's actually a much better democracy yes. than the, the west it's shocking whereas previously we've seen all the same people saying like democracy is a failure democracy sucks and and china's uh you know socialism with chinese characteristics is the way forward but all of a sudden now they're trying to prove oh but wait no they're actually a democracy yeah. so this is one of those guys and he says, for those people who said China has no democracy, this morning my friends went to get a vote from local neighborhood committee and going to vote a People's Congress member. Well, our democracy systems still need to amend and improve. 
but just stop talking like that. And you're seeing a flood of this yeah. absolute drivel yeah. coming out. This I don't even know if this guy knows what he's saying here. Nope. We're seeing a lot of this just being like basically almost Baidu or Google translated, slapped all over the place, mm -hmm. saying that, what are you talking about? China is democratic. And like yeah. I said, it's a huge 180 and it's meant yeah. to confuse you because you'd be like, wait a minute, what about all those hammer and sickles? What about all this crap, right? Yeah. And this coincides with this kind of pretty girl propaganda that you might see on YouTube. Look at our Chinese culture, blah, blah, blah. The yeah. stuff you might be swiping through on TikTok. You're looking at stuff that's meant to confuse you and trick you and say, oh, well, maybe it's just kind of like two brothers that don't get along, America and China. You sure. Know? This is disinformation. It's everybody. disinformation. Just so you know, China's not a democracy, okay? Well, we'll get, yeah, we'll get We're to that. Absolutely not in the slightest. So for those of you who are looking at something like this and saying, hmm, well, maybe, no, 100% not. Don't, don't, no. don't be fooled. And we've been seeing this, and you brought mm. this up. Mm -hmm. This is fascinating. We keep our eye on the uh, some of these, we call them shills. Yeah. What we mean by that is they're people that, oh, by the way, Tanky, the actual official definition is like an authoritarian communist. There we so go. So someone that yeah. loves authoritarianism. So anyway, mm -hmm. we keep our eye on some of these guys because what they'll do is we'll see them shift every single time with the government narrative. So for example, if the government's really pushing this, there's no forced labor in Xinjiang, there's no forced labor with cotton in Xinjiang, you'll yeah. watch all of them really overnight. Yeah. Start putting out these videos saying, this is bullshit Western lies. There's no forced labor in Xinjiang. And you're like, oh, just like clockwork. Yeah. There will be a People's Daily or a Xinhua or a CGTN, like state media thing. And then below that are these amplifiers, we can call them. Yeah. These amplifiers, these Westerners, these English speakers that go yeah. out there in white monkey for the Chinese government. Correct. By saying, actually, all these principles that the government is touting is correct and what mm. you've heard in your side of the world is completely wrong so let me tell you why and we actually found one here yeah uh, just before you continue i just looked up the definition of tanky in the dictionary mm. and it is a piece of shit oh yeah that's right sorry mm. i'm i'm using old english yeah you know. okay anyway so speaking of tankies take a second to fully understand what i'm just saying democracy was born while the slaves were a normal thing in greek life kind of like the USA when you come to think of it. Slavery existed and was protected by law. I want to talk about the upcoming Global Democracy Summit being pushed by the White House and um, Joe Biden. And I want to point out how inconceivable it is to me, the idea that America is some sort of beacon of democracy around the world. So really importantly, yeah, you see videos like this coming out from the, the page shills, mm -hmm. right, for the CCP. And what the point Th their point is, is to say, oh, I didn't hear this from the Chinese government now. I heard this from someone that maybe looks or sounds like me. Mm. And then for the domestic populace in China, yeah. it's, oh, a foreigner even agrees with our government principles. Yeah, so right? for those of you who kind of missed out on that, the guy's basically saying, oh, democracy comes from people who are slave owners. Right. Which has got nothing to do with anything. Right. It's like, so how dare they have a son? It's like saying, well, when democracy was founded, there wasn't electricity. So, you know, it's, it's invalid. Right. Or, you know, I don't know, like... The climate was different. You know, right. it's got nothing to do with anything, but they try to, uh, it's that guilt by association thing. Democracy must be bad because when it was started, there was a bad thing in the world. Right. But at the same time, democracy is good when China does yes. whole process democracy, which quite literally means authoritarianism. Yes, yes. <laughs> That's it does, whole process it? democracy. The mental gymnastics these guys have to go through to try and justify what they're saying is just absurd. Right. It's absolutely absurd. So what I wanted to do is be super fair yeah. to this guy. What is, mm -hmm. it? is it fur pubes or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. fur pubes. 
So these kind of guys, mm -hmm. I want to be fair to them mm -hmm. because they're obviously championing the Chinese government, and they're all very slighted at yeah. the fact that China's not invited this democracy summit. You know. Yeah. So I want to be very fair, and I want to go through some metrics as to how you would declare a democracy, right? So okay. this is not a U.S. government think tank data piece, right? Okay. What These are this? attributes. These are just attributes that would declare a free country free or not, right? Okay. In fact, if you look at this, this I'm trying to find China here, and this is the top 20, 27 countries here. On the top democracies here on these freedom indexes. Yeah. Oh, can you show me where China is? I can't. I can't. It's not there. Okay, it's not there. What's what's number eleven oh, though? Number eleven is Taiwan. Imagine oh, interesting. that. So that's a full democracy. It's a full huh? democracy. Yeah. Interesting. So, I just can't find China. I think there might be a typo. Uh, <laughs> maybe go to the next slide. Okay, let's see what's on the next yeah. slide. Give them a chance. Being facetious here, by the way, guys. I'm not. I'm being very realistic. Okay. Here. All right. So. Um. Here. Uh, oh, I, I think there's, I spotted there's it. China. Number oh. hundred and fifty-one. Out of out of what? 157. 167. Oh, sorry, 67, sorry. Oh, interesting. So... And that's authoritarian, not a democracy. Yeah, so it's on the bottom of the world. Mm. Mm. Interesting. Yeah. So <laughs> here we actually have tenements of, of democracy, right? Sure. But just to make it clear, I'll break down each one. Okay, okay? let's do it. So we're going to go through some headlines here. This is from the Freedom House. This is a huge, huge pool of data. Yes. That go through and declare what makes a free country, what makes freedom oppressed, what makes free democracy, what makes all of the things that we mean, mean by democracy. In that, do you take care of your citizens and there is a representation from them? Yes. Right. So here, this is for China. Was the current head of government or other chief national authority elected through free and fair elections? Zero. No. Tell me why that's zero. Well, you can't elect him. Oh, you can't. It's <laughs> just, it's like an internal decision by the CCP, top CCP members. It's got nothing to do with your man on the street. Right. The, you, as a person in China, can have absolutely no say over who rules you, who runs the country. Yeah. You know? Right. You, you can't. You can't. You can't even protest against it, you know? Right. Nothing you can do. Were, right. were the current national legislative representatives elected through free and fair elections again? No. There is no election. No. Uh, are the electoral laws and framework fair, and are they implemented impartially by the relevant election management bodies? Zero. Well, there is no election management There are body. no electoral laws and frameworks. Well, there's no electoral <laughs> framework. No. Well, that's what a democracy is, unfortunately. Yeah. What's yeah. the next one? Next Do one says... Do people have the right to organize in different political parties or other competitive political groupings of their choice, and is the system free of undue obstacles to the rise and fall of these competing parties and groupings? No. Well, Winston, I have a problem. Yeah. I'm trying to keep saying that they're actually now a democracy, mm. and the ruling party maybe is just the one that's the most popular, right? Maybe the CCP is just the most popular. Well, where's the where's the competitive parties? Yeah, where are they? They they don't exist. They don't exist. No. Go to the next slide. We won't just focus on elections. Here. No, sure, sure. We got to focus on a little bit more. Okay, you what's this? Them, yeah. All right. So the next one is: Is there a realistic opportunity for the opposition to increase its support or gain power through elections? Well, there is no opposition, so no. No. And it's zero. By the way, you can see the rankings. For those of you maybe who are listening to this, there are rankings next to each one. Zero out of four. And it's out of four. And so far, every single one of these has been zero. The next one. Are the people's political choices free from domination by forces that are external to the political sphere or by political forces that employ ex extra political means? No. Zero. You have to follow the Chinese communist rule of law. You have to, what they say, their education, everything about them, you have to support them. You know, you have to be patriotic. And if you're not, you're seen as a traitor. 
You cannot go and write articles against the government. You cannot be outspoken against the government in China. You must follow the CCP. There's no other way around it. So zero. Next. Do various segments of the population, including ethnic, racial, religious, gender, LGBT+, and other relevant groups, have full political rights and electoral opportunities in China? No. No. Absolutely zero. None. Okay. It does. You don't have to be on the whole like let's reform social justice. You don't. You can be on either side of it, right? Yeah. There is no social justice in China. Don't say China based and all this kind of shit because what that mm. means is no one has representation. No one. And in fact, they'll take a group, and it might be the group that you belong to, right? Yes. And you are now marginalized and deleted. You are gone. Yeah. You cannot be represented at all. That's right. And that includes religion. Yep. I mean, anyone who's uh, anyone who's for LGBT or, or any kind of freedom of expression in that sense of the word, you should know that China's completely against that, all right? You're not allowed to even have effeminate males in, you know, and we're not even talking about LGBT. We're just talking about sissy boys, as they call them. You can't even have effeminate males on TV anymore, no. you know? Gay marriage is not legal, no. okay? It's just, it's the worst country. I mean, uh, maybe there are a couple no, others that no, no. are worse. It's, but it's down there. But it's one of the worst countries when it comes to uh, rights for the LGBT-type people. Um, okay, what else we got here? Do laws, politics, and practices guarantee policies, equal... Yeah. Sorry, policies. No, it's practices. No, you said... I said, do laws, politics. policies, and practices. You yeah. misheard me. I definitely said it. You can watch it back later. All of you know, you know I was telling the truth. <laughs> Okay, do, do laws, policies, and practices guarantee equal treatment of various segments of the population? No, no. absolutely not. Next. We see that what happens with the Uyghurs and whatever else. And Anyway, what's next on the list here? You can read these ones. Do the freely elected head of government and national legislative representatives determine the policies of government? Well, there are none. No, there are no freely elected heads of government and national legislative representatives, so no. Are safeguards against official corruption strong and effective? This got a one, one out of four. And one why four. is that? Well, uh, I guess it's just because Xi Jinping uses his anti-corruption thing to guard himself. Is that what you'd say? You know. So this anti-corruption campaign would score them a point because it was enacted. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Whether it had a positive effect or not, it's a very different story. Mm-hmm. <sighs> All right, next one. <clears throat> um, are individuals, are individuals free to practice and express their religious faith or non-belief in public or private? No. No. Look at what happened to Falun Gong. Yeah. just They literally turned them into a political entity because they eradicated them. Yes. Christianity forced into underground churches. Muslim, mo- Muslims, mosques being demolished. Yeah. Churches too. Yeah. China has a full ham-fisted control over all religion, and although it exists... Yeah. It is state religion. So, for example, the Catholic Church can't follow the, the Pope, right? Yes. It's the CCP doctrine, and they will. You're on watch list, by the way, if you're even if you follow state churches. But sure, way. I mean that's the thing. You cannot express your non no. non belief. And if you're in the government, you have to sign an affidavit that says you will never you will be an atheist. Yeah, you're not allowed to be no. religious at all no. if you're a CCP party member. Okay. Right. Uh, next one. Is there academic freedom, and is the educational system free from extensive political indoctrination? Good Lord, is this a loaded one? Yeah. I mean, no. absolutely not. You literally no. have to study party doctrine. Yeah. Now, before, when I was teaching university there, all the kids had to go to Marxist theory class, and mm-hmm. they were always super boring for them, right? Right. So Marxist theory class is one thing. Now it's Xi Jinping thought class, and it's not only for the university. It's down to elementary school. Yeah, I'm going to do a video on that. I actually got, I got hands on uh, 
the text from the textbook from the kids books yeah i translated it all it's horrifying yeah yeah anyway up and coming vid all right let's see what we got next so so far china scored zero for on all of them except one on the anti-corruption yeah uh, here's here's a couple points okay what do we got so let's start i'll read these ones um is there freedom for non-governmental organizations particularly those that are engaged in human rights and governance related work (laughs) do you know what happens if you go to china and try to do human rights you're done yeah you're deported or disappeared yeah China doesn't have any human rights issues. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. Next, are individuals free to express their personal views on political or other sensitive topics without fear of surveillance or retribution? So this is... um, Why does it say one on that? I don't understand. I'll tell you why. Because legally, legally, you can petition the government with your complaints. Okay. That is quickly changing. And this this is one, right? This will quickly become zero soon. By the way, China's freedom score has fallen mm. since Xi Jinping has come. Sure. Right, so this is this is in the toilet. This is about to go away, and I'll tell you why. That legal right for you to petition mm-hmm. is soon to be punished by the social credit system. Mm. So what they've done in uh, Rongcheng, when I translated the documents for how the social credit system works in that city, mm-hmm. if you petition the government now, yep. you lose social credit points. So although it's within the framework of the law for you to be able to go to Beijing and petition the government, you'll actually lose social credit points to make you a lower member of society because it shows that you are actively trying to be annoying to the government. I know. I mean, the the, the thing is, this whole um, trying to express your personal views or political views, we are a good example of that mm. ourselves, okay? Mm-hmm. Why is it that we have armies of people trying to shut us down all the time, trying to silence us, trying to cancel us and all that? That's because we freely talk about our political views and our personal views when it comes to China. You cannot do that. If you're in China and you say anything political that goes against the CCP, you are in deep trouble. And there's plenty of examples out there. We don't even need to go into it. But it's, right. I feel like that should have a minus number next to it, I, not a you'll, one. You'll see that drop. Yeah, absolutely. Because the framework's there. Next one. Is there freedom of assembly? It's got a one out of four, which again... Again, you can petition the government, mm. but you can't. <laughs> it's, it's difficult to explain. The yeah. law is there. But I, you can't yeah. do it in reality. I've seen, I've seen right. it, and you, I guess, yeah. I guess what they're talking about here is, you can organize kind of like a protest. But the way it works is, and I've seen this happen many times in Shenzhen, usually to do with uh, real estate related stuff. You know, yes, is you have to organize to go protest. They give you a special like vest to wear to show that you're a protester. Yes, okay, it's got writing on it to say what you are. Then the police are all there, surrounded. And you're only allowed to be there for a certain amount of time to say a certain amount of things, and then you have to go. And I think the most important thing you have to tell the audience... And then you're monitored and you're watched. Yeah. The most important thing you have to tell the audience, though, is that you're not allowed to protest whatever you want. No, of course not. (laughs) It's a certain, like, like maybe property or something. Yeah, if you have grievance over being uh, scammed or whatever, right? right? Yeah, you can do that. Not by the government. No, no, no. no. You can't go protest the government. No, 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 that's the most important thing. Usually people go to the government because... The, the Chinese government has put it in the minds of everyone there that they're sort of there to look after everyone, kind of like a parent. Correct. Okay, And so whenever people get hit by scams, usually it's a real estate uh, company screws them over yeah. or a peer-to-peer lending or whatever the hell it is, and they all get pissed off. They expect that the government's going to sort out this problem for them, Yes, bring the perpetrators to justice and pay them their that, money back. That's right. That's why they get together, and that's those are the kind of things that are allowed but of course it can't be too big right and uh and it's very closely monitored and everybody who goes there is now registered and they watch them yeah yeah 
This last one here, I think, is very important to point out. This one's got a two. What is this one? Do individuals en enjoy equality of opportunity and freedom from ec economic exploitation? And I think this is an important one to point out because mm. although that's a low score, yeah, that is what keeps the populace in China placated yeah. so that they do not rise up. Because all the other things you're reading, it's like, how, how do they not rise up? How do they, they certainly want some representation, right? Sure. Well, not if you give them enough, uh, if you, you take away everything, you brainwash them from the education system that, that this is the life they deserve, and then you give them the opportunity to make money, mm. right? And that is something in China that you can do. You yeah. can make money. You can't yeah. get too big. But yes, you have a very, uh, you, you, have a, you have a situation where you can earn, earn money through business and things like this. Yeah. So that's why that got two points yeah, there. Yeah, that makes sense. Cool. Is, so, are there more of these? Or is that it? So no. I wanted to end it up here by showing yeah. you what a, what a democracy looks like. Yeah, a free democracy looks mm -hmm. like something. And America is not even the uh, you know the most shining beacon example of that. You had countries like Norway and Finland and sure. even Taiwan, which is higher. But I wanted to mm -hmm. use the United States because the majority of viewers viewers are from there. So okay. the U.S. score is an eighty-three out of hundred. Pretty good score, right? And th these are all of those things. And we didn't go through every single thing, but those are all of those, uh, what's it called? Different um, points. Different points of democracy. And you have China, which ranks a nine out of 100. And since I moved there, I think when I moved there, it was a 18. Yeah. It was now yeah. half of that. Yeah, it's definitely, it went down big time. That's yeah. why we left. It's because yeah. things changed for the worse. And it's bad. And it's getting worse mm. every single year. And I find it... I mean, if you if your friends start talking about like what a whole democracy is or something, send them this send them this video because point for point, China's absolutely has no no democratic principles. No, there's nothing. There's nothing. And if you're talking about like Hua Chunying, like this wolf warrior woman was saying that China represents all people and uh, the people's interests and stuff. Well, the people can't participate in it. No. So how the hell do you know? Yeah, exactly. Right? They, can't, they can't say just because they say so. Right. Just like they're saying that they're a democracy all of a sudden. It's rubbish. Again, China's a face culture. The, uh, the CCP relies on face. And so when it sees itself losing face, in other words, its pride's hurt, it has to make up and boast and talk some crap. It's like, oh, yeah? Well, it's like when you're at, at school and you've got those little kids on the, the playground and somebody's like, my dad will beat up your dad. Yeah. You know, my dad's stronger than your dad. Oh, yeah, well, my dad's got a better car. You know, it's that kind of thing. So it's like when... They see the press saying like, oh, look at this vibrant democracy. We're inviting Taiwan to come to this d democratic thing. Then they're like, oh, yeah, well, our democracy is better than yours. You know, why don't you invite us? We're right. better. And then, right. then they start going, well, we don't even need your democracy. Ours is even better. It's just such that's, crap. That's a really good analogy because yeah. that's, that's the behavior. It's childish. Yeah. It's bullshit. And then you've got all these sycophants and these, these city, silly little... Um, you know, traitors, for lack of a better word, that are going around, these foreigners and also all the Wumao, trying to push this message again, like, oh, well, democracy, who's who's America to say yeah. uh, democracy? Who are they? Because they had slaves, which has got right. nothing to do with anything, right? right? Well, who are they? Right. You know, China's democracy is better. So ridiculous to see this happening. It's immature. And you see this a lot with the Chinese government. The way that they interact with the rest of the world is immature. It's immature, but it's also targeting immature people. Like mm. the Hua Chunying, what she was saying, what the CCP is saying in their op-eds, and I shouldn't say op-eds, their state mouthpieces. Yeah. What they're saying is America's only a democracy election season. Not like doesn't focus on local politics or bills or amendments or anything like your road getting repaired sure. or the school board mm -hmm. or your education taxes Change, or state changes in rights, your police force changes police force firemen fire every yeah. everything that makes a democracy what it is mm -hmm. 
what they do is ignore all of those things and say you're only a democracy when you go to the booth to vote for trump or biden yeah. ignoring every single intricacy that builds a democracy sure. and they do the same for taiwan taiwan's a very intricate and vibrant democracy even more yeah. so than the u.s and yeah. what they do is they marginalize it and say oh yeah look at this issue Democracy, when you say that word and then tied to that country, what about heroin addicts? Yeah, exactly. Democracy tied to that word, oh, you're just a puppet to the U.S. Sure. Democracy, when it's tied to us, we lift people out of poverty. It's mm. the most infantile, like, elementary school definition yeah. of politics. Exactly. And that's what we're dealing with. But yeah. it's, again, it's meant to target immature people. Yeah. And the sycophants, let's be honest, the people that, that do bolster them, they're either super selfish or they're pretty, pretty dumb. Yes. people right yeah. they, they'll go out there and put that message out no anyone even for a minute buys that china is somehow democratic i mean they're absolute morons i just have to say it and the people putting out this message trying to prove that china is actually democratic or whatever you guys are even worse morons you're either willfully like doing disinformation or you're just dumb and you're buying the propaganda it makes me you know pretty irritate like even more yeah. <laughs> more Makes than the mention irritate. of big bay yeah absolutely you know? we got to bring that in as a, yeah. a sample cool so is that yeah that's that's that's, that's our main segment yeah. about china being furious and they are furious that they weren't They're part of this pissed. they oh. are so angry that they weren't invited and that, that taiwan was invited i do i do want to wrap man yeah i do want to round this out by saying that um unfortunately these moments give china a time to a moment to regroup yeah. and figure out how to do this and they did this with covid yeah. They said, okay, this is devastating. This is bad. Mm -hmm. We're going to hide the numbers and we're going to blame everyone else and it's caused them a lot of enemies, right? Yeah. The problem with that was it also gave them opportunities to see what stuck. Mm. So they'll say, okay, maybe blaming Italy was a bad idea. Mm. Maybe blaming America is a bad idea. Maybe we'll just like pull back on that. Let's like blame that seafood. Let's blame seafood. But by mm. and large, what they can do is say, well, you know what we can do is we don't have freedom of press. So we can just lie about how well we did. Yes. And then we can be like the shining beacon of the world on how to deal with COVID. Yeah. And they do this with um, environmental stuff. I see this often. Domestically, they pump out more CO2 than any country in the world. Yes. They do it more than the most developed countries combined. Yes. Right. And what they do is they'll say, well, we're investing in so much green technology. Here's the proof. This is all the money we've invested. And not only that, we're investing in other countries' green technology. So then it gives them a foothold. And that's the worrying thing about China is the CCP does it a lie through its teeth, but at the same time can still amass power and influence by saying, well, at least we did this. Right? Sure. And it gives them a chance to kind of regroup. So right now what you're seeing is they're getting screwed over and, and slapped in the face by not getting invited to these summits, of course, yeah. right? Because mm -hmm. they're like literally one of the least free countries in the world. But at the same time, what they can do is step back and say, well, fuck you. We'll say what democracy is. Yeah. And then that actually kind of does stick. I'll see like uh, tanky type people on TikTok, which will have this in their background. And I'll say like, debate me. They love debating. Yeah, it's like a course. real. It's like a, 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 like a middle school thing. It's, when anyway, you, it's honestly, it's just insecure people. It's insecure. And when they can't, when they can't win by actually just making getting sense. Getting the numbers or like getting the actual they audience. Just, they just right. have to be like, well, debate, well, debate me. Debate me oh, and then yeah. they can cut up their Sure, it's their just videos. nonsense. Yeah. Anyway, there, I see people on TikTok and they'll have like a sub they'll have text in the background. And they'll mm -hmm. say like, um, debate me on this, right? Mm -hmm. And they'll say, China is a better example of democracy than the US. Prove me wrong. Kind of like <laughs> sure. Stephen Crowder thing, right? Yeah. And what they'll do is they'll take very select things and they'll use, and these are usually young kids, mm. and they'll go and say, yeah, but China did this and this and this and this. And they just use CGTN talking points or like right. state media talking points. And the, the thing that's worrying is that if you don't know any better, you're just not going to look into that. Sure. 
I'm I'm a nerd. I'm a freaking nerd about this stuff. I go through what a democracy means. I look yeah. at I look at ratings. I look at ups and downs. I look mm. at comparisons. Ninety percent of people aren't gonna do that, right? No. That's just what I do. Sure. So that's the worrying thing is that they make nugget size, bite size, digestible propaganda that really does work, I mm. think. Mm. To a certain extent. Yeah, it's absolute nonsense. Anyway, it's time for us to move on, guys. So we're going to do a couple of super chats. We've got some interesting things coming up. I know democracy is boring for a lot of people out there. but We've, uh, yeah, we've almost we just, never had this many concurrent viewers. Yeah, I know. Still, so. the fact of the matter is, like, democracy can be a boring, but it's a very good thing. Mm. <laughs> you know what mm. I mean? It can be quite boring. I don't know. How about we vote to see if democracy is boring or not? People are loving this. There's democracy in action right there. Democracy in action is showing that we have a thousand more viewers this time than last episode. That's great. Anyway, quite seriously, though, um, you, you're seeing such a massive uptick about this nonsense with uh, China claiming to be democratic amongst all the crazies out there. You just have to, next time you see it, see it for what it is. Yes. China's butthurt trying to do some chest pounding and say, oh, well, you're going to have a democracy summit without us? Well, screw you. We're the best democracy. That's right. You know what I mean? I it's nonsense. Well, imagine that. Hey, you peed before. Yeah, but I still made it on time. Okay, I'll read some super chats. Uh, We still got some funny stuff coming your way, don't you worry. Okay, so um, we have a new member called uh, Gerald Everett, or Gerald, whichever way it's pronounced. Thank you. Um, Thank you very much, mate. And Sean Weiland says, welcome to Pennsylvania. Glad to have you. Thank you. Yeah, I mean, still getting used to all the local stuff here, but really liking it. Hmm. Uh, SDD 42442 SSDD 442 um, I am Lerper, ruler of the virus Omicron COVID-19 Can I crash on your couch? Well, yeah, maybe we'll give that one a skip, mate um, The pie review is what I watch you guys for Well, thank you And this this whole pie thing is kind of a bit odd to me, to be honest I know it's a big American thing Apple pie and cherry pie and various different kinds of pie in South Africa. We do have different pies too, of course, but uh, I think the most famous is is called Meltdart, which is a milk tart, I guess, which is kind of like a, it's a milk pie, if that makes sense. It looks like a pie, but it's milk kind of based custody kind of thing. It's actually really good. But this shoe fly pie, pretty good. Mm. 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 Okay. We have a <clears throat> case closed 93 says, sorry guys for eating pie on camera, just, it's pretty good. It says, Winston, did you know that J.R.R. Tolkien was born in Bloemfontein, South Africa? Yes, I do. The animals there, mainly baboon spiders, may have explained uh, the beasts in the Lord of the Rings and the Hobbits. Is your dad a hobbit? No, my dad's not a hobbit, that's for sure. Um, <laughs> what? Yeah. And yes, um, it's very well known in South Africa that J.R.R. Tolkien was born in Bloemfontein. Um, and uh, I got a, f- a friend's father is an engineer. He, he made a, a series of these kind of little off-road vehicles, and he called them um, the Hobbits, you know, because, because J.R.R. Tolkien was bu- like born in the same area where he based his thing. It's kind of interesting. Um, yeah, let's move on, shall we? Yeah. Mm. We're going to go now to uh, Wumau Corner, okay? Okay. And this this time around in Wumau Corner, we have uh, what do we have in Wumau Corner here? We're gonna t- we're gonna actually be doing the go back to that. Do this? Yes. Okay. Sorry. 
So what do we got for Wumao Corner today? You prepared so this. this. is from a Chinese friend. This is a, a police notice mm -hmm. that someone getting arrested. And I love, I just love this for the people that constantly think that they have some sort of freedom of speech in China. Yeah. This is an arrest notice uh, for somebody in China who posted stuff to the foreign internet. To the foreign is, internet. Which is now being cracked down on even it's more. It's called the foreign internet, yes. Yeah, so, well, I mean, that's what I'm calling it. Sure. But, so it's outside of the, the Great, Great Firewall, firewall yeah. which, so before, what you'd get is, like, people that would do that to support the government or whatever. Those people are left alone. But if yeah. you do anything to go participate, you know how these, these people say, oh, VPNs are legal in China. Yeah, nonsense. Actually, you can do whatever you want in the internet in China. You just have to know how to get around the Great Firewall, but you won't get punished for it. Yeah. Bullshit. People get yeah. arrested all the time for this. Yes. And it's happening more and more these days. So if you go out there and you, you post some, a comment on Twitter and, or Twitter or on Facebook or on YouTube and you say, um, yeah, we have a problem with freedom of speech here in, in China. Yeah. I don't support Xi Jinping. You get arrested. Yeah, that's true. It's no, it's no good. You know, it's weird. Somebody in the, the comments there was asking why they're called 50 centers. I mean, it's pretty straightforward. Um, it comes from the rumor that uh, these people there there are actual paid mm -hmm. parts of the Chinese government. It's like whole big centers set up where you've got people sitting in these big rooms all on a computer. Mm -hmm. And their whole purpose is to change the narrative and to shape the narrative when it comes to China um, overseas. So if somebody posts, uh, let's say, a news article or a YouTube video that's critical of the Chinese government, their job is to go there into the comments section and try to debunk that comment or debunk that uh, content and basically point it towards China being good and whoever posted the thing being bad. So they either go and insult a bunch of people, they go put a lot of disinformation in the comments, they'll do whatever they have to do. And the rumor was that they get paid uh, 50 Chinese cents per comment that they write. Of course, that's not really how it works. They get paid a proper salary and all of that. But, you know, that's why they call the 50 cent army. Just to Okay, yeah. yeah, thank you. Good. Cool. All right, move on to the next one. Yeah, let's move on to our next slide, which is actually... This is where we celebrate... Lithuania. Okay, tell us who he is. So this is a lawmaker in Lithuania. So if you guys don't know, Lithuania, small country in the Baltics. Um, very, very beautiful part of the world. I, I actually really gel with, like, Estonians, Lithuanians, that sort of area. Mm. They're fairly quiet, but, like, confident and reserved people. I think they're awesome. Yeah. Point being, they used to be a part of the Soviet Union... They do not take kindly to bullying and authoritarianism because they themselves stood up to the, the Soviet Union and really, really put a, put a black eye in their face, to be sure. honest. So that kind of spirit is still alive when the CCP is trying to bully Europe into mm -hmm. their bidding, and they say, absolutely not. Yeah. So what do they do? They're getting closer and closer to Taiwan. They've opened mm -hmm. up offices in each other's countries. And they keep getting threatened every, every single, single time. time. The CCP and the Wolf Warriors go out there like, you're crossing a line, you will regret yeah, this. The red line. Yeah, all this kind of nonsense <laughs> every time. Yeah. So uh, a lawmaker here went after Hu Shijin. Well, actually, I shouldn't say went after, just replied to him. Hu Shijin is a state media uh, douchebag in yeah. China. I, I, Hu, Hu Shijin is the, the editor of the Global Times, yeah. okay? Global is Times English, is yeah. the English language Chinese uh, state media, basically. Yeah. It's a newspaper. Not but for it's, you. It's kind of a tabloid newspaper, but everything that's written there and everything that's said coming out of the Global Times is sanctioned by the Chinese government. It is their mouthpiece. So what did he say? So they're very angry at yeah. the Lithuania getting involved with Taiwan. So he says, how much did you spend to invite these low-end European political actors? 
Poor Taiwan. Not sure if these people would buy some unsaleable pineapples of the island with the money paid by Tsai. We have to break this down. Yes. So China got super pissed off at Taiwan because uh, they they basically blocked the Taiwanese pineapples, right? Yeah. And Taiwan said, well, you can't block our pineapples. We'll just sell them to other countries. Yeah. And everyone around the world like banded together and bought Taiwanese pineapples to support democracy and to support Taiwan. China yes. got freaking pissed off. And remember, they blocked they the pineapples because they yeah. had stolen the pineapples and they were growing them in mainland but, China. But they lied and said the ones yeah. coming from Taiwan didn't pass the, EP, like, the yeah. health reg- regulations. Exactly, exactly. some crap like that. So anyway, everyone goes like, we love ta- Taiwanese pineapple. Barbra Streisand effect blew yeah. up in their face. Everyone started to talk about Taiwan. Yeah. So this guy brings that back into this. Yes. He also completely degrades Lithuanian politicians yes. by saying they're low-end, right? Yes, low-end European political actors. And he's saying that they're getting paid by Tsai, which is Tsai Ing-wen, which is the uh, president of Taiwan. Yeah, right? in other so, words, just absolute nonsense this right. guy's saying. So he got replied by this lawmaker from Lithuania. Yeah. says, she is sending his clowns <laughs> to attack us. And he put a clown emoji. <laughs> We should call China the People's Republic of Comedy. <laughs> I absolutely <laughs> died. It made me yeah. want to move to Lithuania. It's amazing. I mean, Why to can't be our to... politicians have the yeah, balls exactly. to do Just that. to like head on. Because if you look at the, the absolute absurdity, and, and here's where things are starting to even out a bit. When China, these wolf warriors, and when people like Hu Xijin, when they interact with the rest of the world... They use the most ridiculous yes. language, the most undiplomatic language. It's insulting, it's childish, it's ridiculous. And they just throw it out all the time and they never get it in return yeah. because the rest of the world is too bloody nice and diplomatic to behave in such a childish, yeah. disgusting manner. They act manner. like little babies. They do, all the Holy time. Babies. All the time. And Imagine so- if a baby was huge. Yes. Like, you know, in like uh, Spirited Away. Yes. It's that. It's that. Yeah, yeah. Bully baby. Yeah. So anyway, the fact that he can just go out and call them like the People's Republic uh, of Comedy and of Clowns <laughs> is great because it's now you're on the same playing field. <laughs> yeah. Go right? to the next yeah, and the next side's even better. Oh, my gosh. He's in the, he's in the government office here in Taiwan. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, and he's goes, like... <laughs> the editor of Global Times News, that's the state Chinese state mouthpiece, so yeah. says Lithuanians don't want Taiwan's pineapples. Fake news. I'm Lithuanian. I'm in Taiwan and I want a pineapple. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Posts a picture of him holding a Taiwanese pineapple. It's oh ridiculously good. This guy is the yeah. man. I want to have this guy in the show. Yeah, I know. Isn't this great? Oh, I mean, so good. This is just the best thing ever because that's calling them out and at the same time just disproving their absolute crap. Yes. You know, so sick and tired of this loudmouth bully going on and on and on all the time. It's about time people stand up to China and the, China, well, the Chinese <laughs> government. You know? of comedy. Yeah, it is. It's really good. But this is what the world needs to do. It shouldn't just be little countries like Lithuania, which in my mind is now the biggest country in the yes. world. Yeah. Okay. What we need is we need the whole of the European Union. We need the whole of uh, the, yes. f- the free world to stand up to China's bullying because yeah. that's the thing. If... China would behave, and when I say China, of course, I'm talking about the CCP and all of its representatives. If they would behave maturely and diplomatically and properly without all their bullshit and blustering and all their threats and their insults and all the other stuff that they throw out, the rest of the world would treat them well. But it's about time that we stood up to them. When you act like a little bitch, expect to get treated like one. Yeah, they need a bloody nose. Yeah. You know? It's reached that time, you know, that time when that bully has just gone over the line. Yes. It's it's so shameful to me that the Chinese people have to... This is the representation of them. 
Yeah. And that's so unfair. My friends in China are getting represented by Hu Jin and Hua Chunying and yeah. Zhao Li Jin. These pieces of they shit. They don't act like that. No. They don't agree with that. No. But they have to get represented like that. And that's what's unfortunate. And they're also represented by the worst group of disgusting foreigners yeah. that you could ever yeah. find. Not to mention the foreigners that yeah. get all the press. In, uh, we're talking about the Westerners in China. It's like the dregs, the, the absolute yeah. bottom of... The kind They're of fantasy people that, land yeah, people. The, the, the kind of people you would not want around your children. Okay? Right. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Anyway, ridiculous. That's another story from yeah, another time. Yeah, exactly. Wow, I feel... Yeah. yeah, that makes me feel wicked bad for Chinese people is yeah. the, the representation they have. Yes. And they don't... They're not allowed to have their own voice. They have to be represented by these absolute clowns. You know, I have a question for you. Yeah, how is how is uh, neo imperialism from China and Africa going? <laughs> yeah, the, you know the neo colonialism yes, that yes, they're doing. Yeah, it's pretty bad. It's really pretty bad. This is world news, isn't it? Yeah. Should we move on? We're going to move on, guys, to world news where we talk about what's happening in the world, specifically with regards to China. Uh, look, it's pretty bad. We've all seen this coming, but China has been expanding into uh, into Africa, and I know this because I'm African you know, born in South Africa, grew up in South Africa. And of course, uh, South Africa is under the thumb of China too now, mm. you know. Various, to a certain extent, yeah. Yes, various African countries have sold their souls to China because China comes in and says, we're going to help you build some railways or we're going to help you build some buildings. Um, and guess what? We're just going to destroy your land and take all the forests, take all of the minerals out of the ground. And we're going to do it in a terrible, unsustainable way. And if you thought the Europeans were bad, just you wait and see. You know? Oh, my God. I mean, China is a neo-imperialist, a neo-colonialist power now. Exactly. So I don't know why no one's... Why, are people scared to use that label? Because it's absolutely what it th- is. Of course, exactly what it is. And so they get uh, these countries into debt traps and so on. And of course, you've got a lot of corrupt African leaders who are more than happy to pocket the money and don't really care for the welfare of their peoples. And I'm just being blunt and honest, having grown up in Africa and seen, seen it for myself. So... It's like two peas in a pod. You've got the corrupt Chinese officials coming in. You've got the corrupt warlords or whatever it is running the country. They all sit around, drink baijiu together or whatever they do, um, waragi and stuff. And then they uh, decide, okay, cool, let's sign off these deals. So we've had a whole lot of things going on where China's taking international airports away. They take deep water ports away because the debts can't be paid. They take all the minerals and the wood and the trees and the whatever else, you know, the wildlife for TCM, everything gets taken. It's pretty, pretty dire situation over there. What's going on in Congo? So there's some, well, I guess there's some unrest in some of these provinces in Congo. What a surprise. <laughs> I just anyway. got to say. Yeah. Because that, that took that like some, right, right out of left field right there. So the con- unrest in the Congo. <laughs> Congo is dealing, has dealt with civil war and some real serious shit for a long time now. That Did it ever said, not is my question. There's probably some peaceful times. There probably was some peaceful in, times. In ancient times before ancient man times, existed. Yeah. Before man, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, so the Congo, well, it wasn't a nation. Back <laughs> yeah, then, okay, but anyway, true. the Congo in general has is, is seen mm-hmm. unrest for a long time yes, now. And it's awful though. It's really bad right now in certain provinces, I believe three provinces. And the problem is for China is that the Chinese government has invested so heavily mm-hmm. and the chickens are coming to roost, so to speak, because what they've thought is that if they act so poorly and so controllingly over these areas of Africa, mm-hmm. where the locals initially might say, okay, our leader said we have to put up with this shit, mm-hmm. right? We'll let them come in and get, build some infrastructure and stuff. To, okay, now they're just exploiting us, right? right. And we're getting almost nothing out of this. Yeah. Stuff changes, right? Yeah. So then when there's unrest or there's civil conflict, 
China is not immune to this now yeah. anymore, right? So their people are in danger when they're over there. And that sucks. It's bad, right? Mm-hmm. It's not the people that go over there to work's fault. Yeah. But the government sends over these people and they send over their own workers. They send over their, they don't give locals the opportunity. That's they, right. They bring their own, they, sh- they ship in their own Chinese people. They, so they ship in the shops, labor, yeah. The laborers, the train, everyone. And that's the big lie is that they think that that what they're doing is they're going to get a lot of job opportunities by yes. allowing the Chinese investment to come in, that they're going to generate jobs, they're going to bring in infrastructure, it's going to help everything. You know what? It doesn't generate jobs because, like you said, they just ship in their own laborers and their own managers and their own everything. Sure, they're going to hire a couple of uh, locals for menial labor, but it's not actually anything significant because they bring the majority over, <laughs> right? <laughs> what? Somebody said the person on the screen yeah. behind us. His face is like a lazy boy chair. <laughs> it's kind of true. Yeah. Anyway, sorry, yeah, I wasn't laughing yeah, at you. Yeah, so true. long story short, mm-hmm. China made a statement. Well, the CC, CCP put out a statement. It says, uh, it warns that at the time, the security situation in the Congo is extremely complex and grim. Mm. And there's little possibility of sending help in the event of an attack or kidnapping. So they can't even protect their own citizens. Mm. And the problem is they've dug their own grave here. And this is yeah. not, this is, people don't deserve this. No. But the government has entrenched itself in very corrupt situations. And then when, it, when the chickens come to roost and the violence actually hits those developments, then they, they have to pull people out, right? Yeah. And at this point, it's gotten so bad that they're not even going to pull people out. Yeah, they're like, so they're get, saying, out, they're just get out yourself. Yeah, get out of Congo. Get out of the Congo. Or these areas of the Congo. So yeah. it actually reminded you of something, right? Yeah, it reminded me of their most famous, um, highest blockbuster, except for this new... Yeah. You know the new movie about them freezing to death and stuff? Right. The Chungjing... Is it... What is it? Chungbai... Chungjing River. Something. something River. Yeah. That's just topped it. But you know Wolf Warrior 2? is a great example of what China does when these times of crisis in Africa happen. I thought we'd uh, play a, a little something. That was something. a blockbuster action movie that they made, right? Yes, yeah. it the, like massive, the biggest blockbuster in China Watched ever. Watched a few times, anyway. Yeah. yeah, anyway, we thought we'd play a little clip from there so you could see what happens in these situations. Um, it's coming. Well, they're going to, yeah. Oh, so, I mean, oh, this is a, a That's from Wolf Warrior, that. yeah. That's oh, a scene. So the, but they're getting, it looks like they're helping people out. Yeah, no, they're getting pulled out. The government's coming in to help them. That's, that flies in the face of what they just said. Yeah. Oh, we got to watch this. So wait, um, to set this up, this is set up in Africa somewhere. I can't yeah. remember where they set this exactly, but, um, you know, there's rebels are attacking and stuff. So now, of course, the Chi- Chinese embassy is going to help them out. So let's see what happens here. Chinese embassy. Huh? Hey! What about us? What are we supposed to do? Will they accept us? How to say? That's our country. What about us? What are we supposed to do? Will they accept us? How to say? That's our country. Okay, so <laughs> just to fill in those guys who are listening, um, in the Wolf Warrior movie, they're like, let's get to the Chinese embassy. They're going to help us. And it's this Chinese shop owner and the main action star. Um, and what they're saying is like, yeah, we'll go to the Chinese embassy. They'll help us. They must help us because we're Chinese. And then 
uh, some of their African friends that are with them are like, what about us? Will they take us in? And the, the shop owner's like, hard to say. That is our country. In other words, get out of here. We don't give a shit. If I, you're not Chinese, you get the hell out of here. When you were editing that, I was getting so mad at listening to that. <laughs> I just thought, like, that is the most selfish bullshit I've ever heard in my entire life. Yeah. I mean, would you even say that to someone? It's no. like an arrogant thing. Yeah, it's, it's like, like hard to say. Fuck you. That's our country. <laughs> fuck you. Know? you. It's, that's, that's for us. You you stay home. Yeah, you exactly. You shot. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's but terrible. It's kind of funny. It's ironic because uh, China's now saying that they're they're going to abandon their own citizens. Yeah, it's like we can't help you. So, <laughs> so even Wolf Warrior was wrong, too. Yes, exactly. I think they need to make a Wolf Warrior 3 where they go. And get abandoned. Yeah, and get abandoned. They're like, go to the Chinese embassy. Sorry, but they send a letter out to say that no they're not going to help us no matter what so the situation is too way. complex and yeah. too grim exactly exactly <laughs> um anyway and then follow that i put a list of the the, the most charitable country well countries in the world the most charitable countries and china ranks last uh, it's the last in the whole yeah. in the entire world least charitable country in the world um I, I find that hard to believe what about like north korea is that just not a country i don't think that's that's on the there's no data there's no yeah right. there's no this data i guess out of hole, right? yeah exactly out of anyway the fact of the matter is when it comes to charity china's really really it, it's really the work it's the last of yeah. documented countries in yeah. the whole world yeah it is it's really bad so yeah. they're not going to be helping anyone never mind their own citizens in a situation like that so right. anyway cool so that's world news now we've decided to hold, make hold on what I, i'm gonna read from the chat yeah it's not selfish it's actually correct chinese embassy should only help chinese Okay, mm-hmm. why put that dialogue in the movie then? Yes. You understand? Why have a dialogue between the African people who they've spent who time with the whole, the whole movie? The African they're people friends. are helping them. They're helping them. They're yeah. helping the Chinese in their own country. Mm-hmm. And they say, hard to say, that's our country. Why have that dialogue in the movie mm. then? Yeah. Right? That's, that's not the point. That's not the point we we're trying to make. Yeah. Right? Anyway, kind of crazy. Um. We've decided to make a bit of a change to the show, guys. You know, we have our Q&A, which is usually quite long. We love it. It's our favorite part of the show. Yes. But, you know, we understand that not everyone wants to sit and listen to our questions and answers. So what we've decided to do is we will continue to have our Q&A. It's not going anywhere, but we're going to rename it. We're going to be calling it um, Yum Cha, which basically means drink tea. In Cantonese. Which means dim sum, which you're probably familiar with dim sum. But it's something that happens in southern China... And, of course, it's become popular all over China, really. But in southern China, usually on the weekends, what will happen is people will go for yam cha. And Us included. Yeah. You know, because we're, we're both married to Cantonese women. So we have Cantonese, which is southern Chinese families. And what happens is you go there and you sit down and you literally eat and drink tea for hours and hours. It's kind of like a it's, it's an awesome thing. It's yeah, great. I love it. I love it. It's great can get a bit much sometimes when they're all talking Cantonese and you don't understand it. But, you know, other than that part, it's a lot of fun. So you end up ordering lots of little dishes. And that's what you probably know is dim sum. Little steamed things here and there, little dumplings, little shao mai, you know, that kind of thing. Little mini plates of ribs things here. You know, it's, it's tons of things to choose from. Chung fin, you know, rice rolls. Uh, and what you do is you sit there and you drink the tea. And the whole thing is that the tea uh, kind of balances out what you're eating. And so you dr- drink and you talk. So we decided we're going to change the Q&A to to yam cha which is where we get to sit and talk roll that roll that again just so you can get it okay we're Um, gonna do the it basically means shoot shoot the shit yeah you're gonna hang out with us right now i'll explain what's gonna happen now if you're with us live now you'll be part of that yeah you're gonna shoot the shit with us and for maybe a few hours after the show is has been released it'll be up 
But then afterwards, that Yamcha part is going to be snipped out of the show. Yeah. So it will end at after Worldview. Yes. Right? And then after Worldview is over, we'll end the show. But that Yamcha part where you're hanging out with us, we're answering super chats, we're just shooting the shit, doing whatever, mm -hmm. that's going to go up on the, on the patron. Yeah. Right? So if you're part of the show now, it's free. Watch it whenever you want. It's fine. Yeah. Send your super chats. Send your chats. We'll read the regular chat. We'll talk to you guys. And then afterwards, if you don't, if you want to support the show and you want to see that part, the, the hanging out part, the yum cha part, that'll be up on the Patreon. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So that's Excellent. what we're going to do from now on. So yes, welcome, welcome to yum cha. Welcome to yum cha, everybody. We Where should we sign to... off for the other segment. Oh, yeah, we yeah. should. Okay, so for those of you who've just been watching us for the, the, the main show, thank you very much for joining us. We yes. can't wait to see you next time. And as always, stay awesome. And now it's time for yum cha. Okay, we're sorry. Just gonna now it's it time for... Yamcha. This is all new new for us too. So <laughs> we're, we're hanging out, and you know we'll figure it out. I've got some pretty good uh, B roll from inside, you know, dim sum places that we can play mm. in the background and stuff sure. next time. It's pretty we cool. Can, we can really play anything. Yeah, to be whatever. Yeah. It's gonna be it's gonna be what it's gonna be. So let's hit some of those questions. So uh, what do we got? My cousin Logo App says the pie review <laughs> is what I watch you guys for. Yeah, nice. I read that one. I ate. Mo oh, you did. Why didn't yeah. you stroll down then? Uh, you know. Which where where did you leave off? There, though? you need to understand. Uh, alphabet says you need to understand China. Greek alphabet <laughs> hurts the feelings of Chinese people. So it certainly does. Yeah. Uh, Gedsky twelve hundo says, can you talk about Alvin Rice washing Chow and the forthcoming change in Macau gaming license laws? I actually was talking to my wife about that the other day. We'll definitely talk about that. Mm. Uh, just not right now. Joseph G, you saunter twice last week because of Winston. Good saunter. It's a good yes, word. It is. It's like kind of like it's got a bit of a swagger to it. Sure, you saunter, you saunter into something. Shoe fly is great. People like it with coffee. We should grab. We should grab some next time. I'm in PA for work. You can come to where we are because that lady makes a damn good. When I was reading the ingredients of it, I thought I wouldn't like it. Yeah, but this lady is like molasses great. or whatever, right? She's Pennsylvania Dutch, right? So mm. like, it's like an old recipe. Mm. Maybe it's it's different than the one I read online, but it tastes mm. great. Mm-hmm. Um, Tommy Key 07 says, waiting for the Necronomicon <laughs> variant. That's when it kills you. JETS mm -hmm. um, says, do you think people should petition their politicians to have the WHO investigated and referred to The Hague? Yes. Well, cer certain people in there. Yes, yeah, there's absolutely. lots of good people in the WHO. But the entire organization is so heavily biased to preventing China from losing face, it's not even funny. Yeah. We've never seen this kind of favoritism mm -hmm. in the past. No. When it came to Ebola... When it came to even the original SARS. You can have a leading member on the board of international organizations that's main objective is self-preservation mm. and lying to save face. Yeah. It's not it's not compatible with international organizations. It's not just the WHO, it's everything. Sure. It's the UN. But, I mean, no country has been spared in the past mm. when it comes to a disease origin, for instance. Right. When the disease is picked up at a certain place, even if it's not where it originally came from, but that's where it was discovered and talked about, you know, like the Spanish flu, that's what you say. It's the Spanish flu, even though it didn't come from Spain. They're just the people that reported about it. It doesn't matter. Anything you can think of, any kind of disease. We've never ever, the hantavirus, they're not like, oh, it's this virus that uh, we just, we don't want to call it anything that might be uh, construed to be coming from America. So let's just say that it's the... Um, I don't know, the grass virus, the, the mouse virus, you know, that comes Listen, from a weird thing. You know, it's nonsense. If we want to do naming conventions to stray away from that kind of stigmatization, I'm totally okay with that. Mm -hmm. And it, don't let the excuse of Xi Jinping's leadership be that excuse, though. Yeah. No, That's but it's not... still, it's a stupid excuse. You need to know where things come from. Sure. 
Okay, course. it's straightforward. The Ebola River, right? Right. Ebola virus came from there. It's so that people are aware, and that's the source of the place you know. Don't mm -hmm. go swimming in the Ebola River, for instance, mm -hmm. just in case. That's where the Ebola virus comes from, right? You right. got to know. It's it's scientific, and that's why I don't personally have a problem with these various strains, like the Delta variant or whatever, being. Um, linked to whichever countries they came out of, like India or South Africa or whatever. It's fine. It's scientific. It's not, it's not politically motivated, you know? Mm. That's the unfortunate thing is the WHO now is political and it is worried about hurting China's feelings. I'm, I'm not going to disagree with you, but I'm more of the fact that if you want to do reform, that's fine. Mm. Very much okay with progression. That's fine. But again, you can't do it at the, at the, the reason being that an authoritarian government told you to. That's right. Yeah. That's that's a, that's absolutely immoral and wrong and a detriment to the world. Yeah. Um, that's mine. But anyway, sure. Deadpan Delivery says WHO should have just owned it. Not unreasonable to skip any world leader's name. Making up an excuse is stupid. And that's yeah. another good point. Yeah. Don't make up some bullshit excuse about just that. Just say, oh, yeah. Look culpable. Yeah, we didn't want to call it the Xi virus because we didn't want to insult our supreme leader, Xi. You know, straight. Then we'd be like, okay, well, fine. Yeah. Jonathan Lau says, hi, both. I heard you left California. What's your reasons for doing so? What state are you in now? Thanks. Uh, hope you all safe in Omicron. <laughs> uh, we've gone through that in other videos. It's just there's a lot of a lot of reasons, but mm. you know I appreciate it and thanks for sending money over. Mm. Uh, Lo my cousin Logo App says when you uh, when you guys were in interviewing Drew, you guys talked about how compromise Australia and Canada is from the CCP, but isn't the states just as bad? Not even close. Mm -mm. No. There are a lot more checks and balances in America when it comes to funding of uh, politicians and stuff you know it's it's a lot harder to do what they did in australia and canada yeah yeah Just like that way for example that reform they did in australia where people could directly like foreign governments could directly hand over donations to a political uh, uh, campaign manager mm -hmm. in australia that's not allowed in the U.S., no. right? And they had to just change that in Australia. That shows you how ridiculous it was and how entrenched it probably became. Absolutely. Well, um, Cyber Dharma says, Found out about you guys last month, and I've already watched most, most of your content. Uh, glad you guys did live. See, Milk, did you end up watching Old Boy? I did not yet. It sounds pretty disturbing. Well, what, but, are you, like, reading spoiler reviews? You watch the movie. No, I read the blurb. I just don't want to watch it before bed. Oh, what? Bad dreams, you know? what? <laughs> what? Are you a little child? I'm trying to... A little freaking child watching in the be, afternoon I'm trying to be humorous. Mm. Yeah, I don't have time for that. But I will absolutely watch it. Mm. To no, watch it instead... Is... You watch Korean dramas with crying men. Watch it instead of that. It's Korean. Listen, mm. that's exactly correct. The only time I get to watch TV is with my wife at night. She doesn't want to watch disturbing shit. You understand? Oh. So that's the issue. We need to find time. We watch everything together. Mm. So I need to find time for myself to watch it. Tell her to, to, to watch something disturbing for once. Yeah, maybe I'll, can, I'll convince her to watch something disturbing. Yeah, I mean, it could be something different for her, you know? We're watching that Hellbound show right now. Have you heard about that? And that's not disturbing. It's called Hellbound? It is a little. It's pretty disturbing. I, she didn't take that back. I convinced her. I convinced her to watch it. Convince her to watch Old Boy. We should watch Hellbound. That's pretty cool. Yeah. You watched Squid Games. Of course, yeah. Yeah, okay. Uh, Gabriel Keane says, first time watching it live. You two are one of the reasons I made my life-changing trip to Taiwan in 2018. That's awesome. Excellent. Thank you for everything. Here's some great Ding Chiling money. Thank you so much. Wilson Edwards. Oh, nice. Uh, Wilson Edwards got removed from Facebook, so I've heard. Going to be talking about that next week, actually. Yeah, it's a big segment on that. Yeah. That's your video, right? Yeah. 
I'm talking about all that, not just that, but a whole bunch of those influence um, campaigns that they've done. Right. Yeah. Uh, Wilson Edwards, Xi Jinping is worth more than that one million people in the WHO's eyes. And that's a good point. The Mu variant, which a million people have that name, are less important than one leader. And one human being. The WHO thinks Xi Jinping is worth more than a million lives. Mm -hmm. According to that logic. Yeah. I'm not trying to bait them. According to that logic. Yeah. Um, so Beijing Bikini says, uh, Li Jingjing, mm -hmm. uh, Xinjiang Guli, or Dear Wang. Choose one. Dear Wang! Hands down, there's no argument there. What about you? If I really had to choose? Not just about like, it can be the whole package. We're not picking like, this is not like hotornot.com. Oh, okay, right. Yeah, then probably Xinjiang Guli for me. Really? Yeah. You think she's the, the you, you gel with her the best? Yeah. Mm. I like her ponytail. Oh, good point. <laughs> That's a tough to argue with. <laughs> More of a Dear Wong fan myself. A big stand for Dear Wong. Mm. Singing voice on parallel. Yeah. Notice he didn't throw um, Sina in there. Hmm. Poor Sina. Yeah, yeah. feeling left out. Marit Stripmatter says the she variant is just the... Is now just the one for me. What I find more interesting is how shit the CCP is with social media, considering how, 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 the amount they pour into it. Yeah. Uh, that was a good point. You think with the amount of money. That's what China does, though, is that they will um, give lots of money to stuff. That library is a good example. Yes, that's a very good example. I think I have a quote, actually. I'd like to pull up about that. You guys remember that library from the beginning of the show? Mm -hmm. um, let me give you some logic behind that, because Moritz makes a good point. So it says, the purpose of that library, right? Yeah. Local government sells a land lease to an indebted property developer that promises they will build something on it that will put the city or area on the map. This is how China works. Every time, this new billboard, we are the tea city, we are the whatever yeah. city, yeah. right? Yeah. We're the whitewater rafting city of China. <laughs> indebted property developer builds a fancy cultural landmark and cheap, on the cheap because half the money was spent on bribes in Arnai. Yes, Arnai means second wife, mistress. Basically. Mistress, yeah. yeah. So, the the guys spent all the the government guys spent all his money on on bribes and and uh, prostitutes and baijiu and yeah. cognac also, mistresses. Fancy cultural landmark is open to the public with the sole purpose of attracting Wang Hong, which is like Wang Hong is like a internet celebrities. Internet celebrities. Mm. To make it a popular tourist site and thus fulfilling the initial desire of the local government. And that's how you end up with these bullshit wallpaper sticker fake libraries. Yeah. You see it a lot in those ghost towns like up in Ordos. Mm. These they get these famous architects from Denmark and like all around they the world. Build these really, really famous like, ones. Like that Beautiful ring of buildings. life thing that we went Amazing to, yeah. structures. Yeah. Serve no purpose. Yeah. They have nothing inside. There's nothing of use to it. Yeah. Think about that church in yeah, Hallstatt. Burke's stupid art. Burke's it? finger painting yeah. was in that that church, right? Yeah. Nothing of value because it's wasted. It's chopped to a half-ass bullshit corruption money, and it's still how China works. And if you think China's changed, then you're an idiot. Yes. It's exactly how it runs now. Yeah. Uh, Jonathan K says my Chinese friend just started watching your wife's channels. It says Vivi sounds and looks typical Guangdong, but why does Sasha look and sound Korean? I don't know. Sasha, well, Sasha's got a lot of Hakka in her, which yeah. is northern China. Does she? Yeah. No, I can't remember. Yeah, she's ha her, her, one of her parents is Hakka. Okay, well. So they came down, probably her dad. They so. came down from like central China thousands of years ago. That's why. We did her DNA. Yeah, yeah, I can't remember that part. But anyway, it doesn't matter. Like, I, I think it's different. The, the difference is that uh, Vivi grew up in Macau. And in Macau, that whole like 
over it's kind of like hong kong the way they speak and stuff the accent mm -hmm. is quite yeah. overly it's something you're more used to hearing mm -hmm. if you're like a, a westerner mm -hmm. and you know sasha grew up in the mainland more typical that makes yeah, sense yeah. i think that's what the, the big difference was yeah vnm thank you very much mm -hmm. uh andre says appreciate what you're doing you're the highlight of my friday thank you no bs no pc love that thank you so by much. the way are there any known subcultures or gangs in china lots mm. aside from the rural youth yeah the shamata yeah, there are quite a few different types, and we can get into Organized that. crime yeah. is massive, um, yeah. and they're not, like, organized throughout the country. It's not like you can't go meet someone in Harbin and go hang mm. out with them in Guangzhou. Just local, just kind of like local stuff. Especially in Dongbei, in the northeast of China. Mm. Guys hanging around with, like, tiger tattoos and stuff, you know. Mm. Racketeering, beating yeah. people up, gambling, human trafficking. Yeah, drugs. protection money. Protection money. Yeah. Chibikis, what's up, dude? Sent you a DM on Instagram. CCP found 12 million children. I'll have to look at that. Yeah. Okay. Uh, REM Panthari. I'm craving some of that smooth Mao Tai. <laughs> oh, man. This is going to be are. coughing like, yeah. Christian mm. Torres. I'm happy to have caught you guys live. I've been following you both for a lot while, but uh, I'm one of the many China watchers you've created. Mad respect. Cool. And from OC native Irvine Tustin in Normandy. That's awesome. Oh, excellent. Thank you. Maritz Strip Matter again says, one of my fiance's friends, dad is high up in Mao Tai. Yeah, this stuff is vile, but fun <laughs> for drinking challenges. Yeah, remember during Conquering Southern yeah, China, our, up, yeah. our producer wanted us to go to the Mao Tai factory because we're in Guizhou, you know, which is famous for making Baijiu. It's about the temperature and the humidity. Yeah, yeah. And we we're like, oh, especially me, I was like, no, I don't want to go to freaking Baijiu factory. Mm -hmm. It's the least interesting thing in the world. And luckily... You knew someone mm -hmm. in the area, in that little town, you know. Like middle of nowhere. Middle I'm talking nowhere. about like people are missing their eyes from malnutrition. Yeah. yeah. Horse and buggies. Yes, yes. There was like no actual roads going mm. up there. And if you watch Conquering Southern China, there's that scene where we meet that guy making baijiu out of corn. It's yeah. one of the best scenes of the series, actually. Such a fond memory. Yeah. And I mean, that that was that was the real deal. Yes. Um, and that stuff will make you blind. You know. <laughs> anyway, the fact of the matter is, it was that was awesome. So much better than going to a freaking Maltai factory. How boring would that you be? You remember them? There was like kids like birth defects, mm, mm. and everyone looked a bit off. Yes, <laughs> there everyone was super sweet. We loved those. These people are super, super genuine. Super nice. I mean, what else are you gonna be if you're drunk the whole day? Let's be fair. Yeah, they were great people. They were, but, and they were helpful. Yeah. And but anyway, the point is, everyone. Remember that guy with that weird eye, and he was like. This you can drink it as That's much as you say, want, yeah. and you will not have a hangover the next day. You want well, you said you want your head won't hurt. That's yeah. what they say. Yeah. And it's like there's no way in hell you're not gonna have a hangover. It's just because you you drink this instead of water. You're used to it. Su zui is is hangover. That that is the worst su zui I've ever had in my yes, entire life terrible. when I drank that. Terrible. Number two, everyone looked a bit off, mm -hmm. like reproductive problems. I think <laughs> sure. birth defects, and they the woman goes. We give the we give bowls of this stuff to our babies. Yeah. Like when they're like two and three years old, this stuff was 50, 60 percent alcohol. I know it's crazy. And they're giving bowls of it to babies. Yeah, no wonder. It's like, dude, of course your head's misshapen. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Of course you're blind. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> right. That's why your one eye's higher than the other. You know what I mean? <laughs> why? It's what it is. It's why you look like Picasso. Yeah, yeah exactly. Don't drink Picasso that painting. Shit. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, not Picasso himself. Yeah. Alphabet says, the way you talk about Maotai, if it was a book, it would be as pleasant as reading Hegel. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Koala1203, happy Friday to both of you, just in time for my birthday. Happy, happy birthday! birthday! That's awesome, mm. Koala. Han W, I first discovered discovered Seamilk's channel with a Baijiu review with Ben, and then discovered Winston's channel eating a baozi and chasing the sun. Oh, wow, that's some old stuff. The same time, yeah. Did you ever see that time I was drinking Baijiu in a tree? 
I certainly did. <laughs> What's you thought that it? video was going to do real well. I was well. like, I was going to like, I'm going to find the weirdest alcohol I you could that. buy. And I went and bought Deer Penis yeah, alcohol. Yeah, I had like three or four episodes and I was like, no one's watching this you had, crap. You were drinking Deer Wine. I, I certainly was. In a tree. In a tree. Yeah. In a, like a park. Yeah. yeah. I climbed in a tree right. and I started drinking and there were people walking by like, what's this crazy guy mm. doing? Anyway, yeah. Um, can you read this? I can't read that. Can you Afrikaans praat? Can you speak Afrikaans? Ik is niet Afrikaans, nie maar my moedertaal is Nederlands, so Afrikaans is so gelijk, so gelijk. So in other words, I'm not Afrikaans, but my mother language is uh, Dutch. Dutch, so Afrikaans is kind of similar. Yeah, yeah, it's very similar, right? Yeah, I can, I, I can praat die taal, so to speak. I'm not a big fan of speaking Afrikaans, not my native language, we had to learn it in school. You know when you're like kind of forced to learn a yeah. language? I mean, we, yeah, I had to learn Spanish and stuff, yeah. which I, I would like to speak better Spanish. But. I didn't want to speak Afrikaans, right. though, because, you know, the Afrikaners are, used to really just dislike us Sotis, so, you know, they're like... Because you're an English speaker. Yeah, yeah, they yeah. kind of hate us type thing. Right. But, you know, what? actually, um, I think Afrikaans is one of the best languages to swear in. It sounds it really pretty harsh. It's, it sounds it's very harsh. It's probably the best language to swear in. To be right. Honest. It's kind of fun. I always thought Finnish. I, I, I got, ended up getting along with Afrikaans people a lot, especially when I got older. Um, and so, yeah, I'm, I'm glad I can speak and understand the language, but I can understand it more than I can speak it, if that makes sense. How do you say, like, fuck in Afrikaans? I used to just say, like, poos. Oh, okay. It's not really like that. What would you say if you, if you kick your foot or something? Yeah, like, ah, like, fuck. No, they're always like, Aina bluxem. Oh, that sounds yeah. pretty cool. Yeah. Aina means, like, ouch. And bluxem, uh, okay. bluxem means many things. It means lightning, but it also means punch. But it also, you can call someone a bluxem, which means you're a piece of shit. Sounds cool. Yeah, so ain't not bluxem. Bluxem sounds cool to Yes, me. it's pretty cool, yeah. It's like, I'm gonna yeah. bluxem. No, I like it. It's a good language for some things, yeah. In, 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 uh, you know, they built Finnish. a monument to their language, right? It's called the Tall Monument. You've told me this a lot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You can go somewhere in South Africa. I don't even know where it is, but they built like a, a monument to the Afrikaans language. Right. In uh, Finnish, you'd say, Vitu, which I always thought was cool. But in sounds Chinese. Sounds like a wine. Yeah. In Chinese, um, mm-hmm. it's Tao. And whenever yeah. I say, if I ever say any Chinese swear words, my wife gets super mad. I can swear yeah, all I want in English. Yeah. And so does she. Yeah. But as soon as I swear in Chinese, all of a sudden I'm like a dirtbag. I know. It's, it's weird. The same, same double for me. standard, right? Super double standard. I don't yeah. get it. Yeah. I'm going to try to bring this back. Okay. Bring um, it back. I'll bring it back. So, uh, Charles Wom- uh, Paul Parker, thank you. Charles Womack says, I kind of want to try Mao Tai or Baijiu now. Mao Tai is Baijiu, by the way. Yeah, it is. Does Taiwan make this stuff? Yes, and, and that's a good point. If you find something called Gaoliangjiu, mm-hmm. and in, in uh, this standard English characters or letters in, in uh, Taiwan, it's really weird. It's K-H-A-O-L-I-A-N-G. Um, in what we would say would be Gaoliangjiu, G-A-O. Yes. Anyway, that's, that's also Baijiu. Yeah absolutely disgusting mm-hmm. stuff don't yep. think taiwan got it any better nope it's horrid baijiu's is not a pleasant drink it's it, i actually i prefer some of the chinese baijiu over the taiwanese oh stuff. yeah but the taiwanese stuff is absolutely up to a higher standard for the cheaper oh, stuff yeah as far as like health for cleanliness yeah, yeah, not, not taste yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. uh sean york i work in a mobile office every time every computer i get on i change the background to a free weaker image to subtly spread the word my small way of fighting back that's really that's cool. actually cool i really like that yeah, actually that's really nice of you uh, Jordan Laramore says, I've been addicted to boba tea lately and I was wondering if y'all like it. Any favorites? Boba tea is great. You know, I used to really like it when I was working uh, for the rapist, you know, because downstairs we it's had... Boba shop. 
yeah, there, well, it was kind of like a little mobile thing. It was there, but it was really good. And I used, there was like a tarot one. I normally don't like tarot. I normally hate tarot, but it was like a really good one. It was like a tarot mm-hmm. milk one. You would have hated it, but it was actually nice. One time I was in when actually it was and a, a pineapple there, a pineapple one, which was really good too. When we first got to uh, mm-hmm. California, I was walking by a boba shop, and there was this girl. She walks up and she goes, "This is a boba shop, right?" And I was like, "Oh my gosh!" Because I was new. Yeah, yeah. And she goes. Do you have like Taro one? Oh no! And I was like, you just reminded me of that. I was like, whoa! No, wow. that's that's bad. Yeah. Wow. I did. I, I stopped drinking it a while ago, but um, it literally will give you diabetes. I mean, if you just have it all the time. But we used was, that was like instead of my spoke break, I used to go and get one. Did I ever tell you about the guy I worked with in Taiwan? No. He. <laughs> two guys. This is really bad. Okay. There is one guy. He was obsessed with boba, and he was drinking it probably like two or three times a day. He worked in a different branch. Okay. And he, from when, when he got there to when he finished, he had to go home because he almost died of his diabetes, diabetic complications, because he was drinking literally two or three cups of boba a day. And the doctor's like, listen, it's a treat. Yeah. You can't actually replace meals with it. It's yeah. tapioca balls, sugar, and tea and milk. Yeah. You can't live off this, right? And he just yeah. he couldn't stop. He was like <laughs> super dead. Another guy. Yeah. He was like the kind of guy that should have absolutely never, ever, ever, ever been abroad. Okay. And so even to him, Taiwan was this horrible exotic oh, one of those place. guys yeah i you know, can't eat the local food can't do anything and so he ate mcdonald's for every single meal it's like freaking was that supersized me freaking yeah, yeah, yeah he died oops wow because like of heart complications all he did was eat three meals a day at mcdonald's i was like dude what are you doing yeah it's probably something underlying there as well of course uh what are you you simping for mcdonald's <laughs> just joking dude <laughs> I'd take uh, a McRib any day, you know what I'm saying? Oh, is there hard? Did you see what they look like before they're cooked? Yeah, it <laughs> they makes look like me want run them over more. by a train. It's awesome, dude. It looks awful. That's like science for you, oh, man. Shit. It's like the height of science. <laughs> That's true. That's yeah, true. Like pre frozen meals. Yep. Uh, Ryan G, I can't afford to travel abroad. Is it total cringe to want to visit Chinatown? Of course no. not. It's awesome. Yeah. Out in Chinatown. Dude, that Chinatown in San Francisco is great. That's a cool one. Yeah. Flushing as well. If you want to. If you want like a tourist experience, go to the San Francisco yeah, one, yeah. like an old school Canto type of yeah, thing. Yeah, it's got like dragons painted on yeah, the walls. It's, it's got the lanterns. It's really nice. It's and really pretty. We actually have quite a lot of footage of it in our. Yeah. We did this like mini documentary called "Quest of the Best uh, Chinese in the USA." You can see there's a copy on ADV China on his channel, my channel. Yeah. And uh, we've got quite a big segment that we shot in uh, San Francisco Chinatown. Really cool. To cap that off, I want to say if you want to feel like you're actually in China, go to Flushing in New York City. You will not know the difference. You could literally be in mainland China. You mm. you cannot tell it apart. Cool. And, and I'm not talking about in a positive way necessarily. Okay. All right. Um, but it's cool. It's really fun. Awesome. Um, Lori Boyer. Oh, you're all over the place. It's not me. You know it's not me. There it is. Is it? Is it? No. No, I was wrong once again. Wow. Sorry, we got a lot of these. I'll just uh, eat some shoe fly pie in the meantime. Shoe fly, don't bother. Should probably get some some yum cha, like actual cha, some like oolong cha or something. We don't know. I always always like pura cha. We're drinking soda today. Mm -hmm. I like pura cha. That's my favorite Mm -hmm. too. Mm -hmm. Pura tea. Mm -hmm. Uh, Okay. Mm. Got it. Yep. Lori Boyer says, you guys give great advice to not hate on Chinese people. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. You said, absolutely not. They're, mm. you, they're in the audience, too. They're all part of, we're all humans. Yeah. Any yeah. idea on how foreigners can build bridges with, peop- with the people while not supporting the government? Just 
do everything but support the government. Mm. Go do Chinese things, join clubs, do all that kind of stuff. Yeah, there's nothing Make wrong friends. with um, you know, Chinese anything culture or you know big language fans. or history or anything or you know Chinese people just the Chinese communist government the CCP anything supporting them anything to do with them any of this like belt and road any of yeah, this yeah. like poverty alleviation crap anything you hear about them people trying to push their agenda just ignore that and move on you know Joe M says this is strictly for five guys burgers keep up the great work are you shelling for five guys now because I'm a fan yeah, I know. There's a lot of haters out there. You'd work for peanuts. That's why. Because they give you free peanuts. Yeah, I get it. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Uh, it's not bad. You, it's much. not as good as In-N-Out, though. I mean, well, in in so many ways. In-N-Out's like super cheap in comparison. Yeah, sure. It's It's so... But we don't, I don't know. It's so nice. When we had the option, it was nice. Yeah, I, I understand that. We can't get it here. But mm. at the same time, I really like it. I miss it. And also, I do, too. You know, the, the thing is, they're... Um, uh, t-shirts they sell and stuff are cool. Oh, they they sell t-shirts. Yeah, dude. Oh. You know, like uh, the I've got one In and Out t-shirt's got a Trans Am on it. Oh, that's cool. They've got all those classic cars. That's their whole thing. I think In and Out oh. was like the first drive-through restaurant ever. That's cool. In America, yeah, I do. Or I do miss that. It's nice. So yeah. Tommy Key 07 I emailed the Lithuanian embassy here in the U.S. thanking them for their support in Taiwan. That's awesome. That's great. Great, great idea. That's cool. Logo at my cousin says Lithuania should change their name to Chad. Yes, they should. There is a country named Chad. <laughs> there is, is, actually. Yeah, there really Michael is. Michael Ma, Bing Chi Ling. Mm. Uh, Salticus says, Lithuania has experience of pissing off big countries with red flags. Mm-hmm. Too. Tony Devos, have you seen the uh, recent interview with where Ray Dalio said China disappearing people is like your parents sending you to your room? What Who a disgusting that? thing to say to a person blinded by greed. That's awful. Wow. Who's that guy? Should no idea. Look at him? I'm not going to jump to any conclusions, but... American billionaire investor and hedge fund manager. What a what a surprise! Yeah, I hear I hear the word hedge fund and I'm just immediately switch off. I hide in the hedges after that. <laughs> yeah, this Japanese. What does this say in Japanese? That says uh, Frank Franku Frank okay, Frank it's Frank. Hey fellas, long time viewer, first time donating. What was wondering if there are any liquors or liqueurs you guys dig? I recommend Ferne Branca. Mm. Much love. Um, What's that? Um, uh, just what like liqueurs try liqueurs try, liqueurs. try try like amarula yeah amarula from south africa it's pretty good it's, i know what that is we have here. yeah it's kind of like baileys right yeah it's good yeah you could also just have baileys and say just have some baileys it's but amarula is a little better winter phoenix forest kieran are women hotter in china or the chinese diaspora also japanese <laughs> has been going well but any chinese recommendations integrated chinese aside place i'm living is full of chinese i have what, no idea what, what, what are you saying about. you know what was that it, sentence this sounds like a you know can chinese you can you rate can you rate what what women are better that's not something we do no no number really. two we're not i don't chinese food recommendations i would try uh hunan food's pretty good if you like spicy stuff sure try dongbei food if you want mm, to try i like dongbei if you're food. talking about food i have no idea <laughs> ole christensen yeah thank you very much you should be able to make up your own mind as to which women look better to you anyway. yeah why are you asking us <laughs> it's we're kind of married, bizarre right? isn't it uh eraser joe bing chi yeah. ling uh koala 1203 a former manager i knew at my old workplace who had a new job at a position at a tech firm in the u.s however that company is based in China. How worried should I be? That's something you should definitely push back against. Yeah. Uh, I mean, a lot of companies are doing the right thing and moving supply chains out of China. I understand that there's excuses to not do that. I don't support those excuses right now. True. That's just, I know it's harsh. But. Mm-hmm. 
Roman Reyes, hey Winston, what is the unusual superstition in South Africa? It's so many. I mean, so, what about South that Africa's little, uh, oh the, the Tokoloshi. Yeah, what is that? Guy? Probably the Tokoloshi. It's like this random. I don't even know what he looks like. It's, it's like a little like, little like with a hat. Guy? With a, no, he's like a little weird guy with an axe. I'll something. look it up and then I'll explain it to you. The Tokoloshi is this um this this kind of evil thing that comes and kills it's you like at night. Like a little goblin. Yeah, it, and it comes to kill you at night. He's like this and. The thing is, the way you have to like protect yourself from it is <laughs> okay. Is you you have to put bricks underneath your bed to like raise it up so that he can't reach you. Right. Um, anyway, if you ever want to scare the pants out of anyone from Africa, you just tell them the Tokoloshi's coming to get them type thing. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. This is pretty horrifying looking. It's, I think I would be scared. It's very of that. bizarre, and it's it's one of those things. You know, chameleons. Um, oh yeah. You know, I'll tell you, if you guys want, I'll tell you a little bit of a, a African folklore, right? Mm-hmm. So apparently, and I was told this by the African guys I used to work with and it's and whatnot. In but, Africa. Yeah, in yeah. Africa. But apparently there used to be a lake, okay? And whoever bathed in the lake would turn white, all right? And this was the, the African folklore as to why there are white people and oh, black people, right? Like an old story. Yeah, it's folklore, right? Mm. So... People used to go bathe in the in in this lake and they'd come out white and that's how white people came. But then one day a big chameleon came. Okay. A big one. Yeah, like a huge a giant, like yeah. a giant chameleon. Not just like okay, this. Okay, yeah, yeah. Is it, okay. Giant chameleon came like whatever, crashing through the, the bush and stuff and drank all of the water out of the lake. Which only left this much. Okay? And then he went away. And so the people could no longer bathe in the lake to become white, so they could only put their hands and feet in their in in the water, and that's why you know black people their palms of their hands and the soles of their feet Lighter are white. Color, yeah. Yeah. yeah, they're white. Yeah, and that's that's the reasoning, you know, the folklore behind that. Oh, interesting. Um, and so, chameleons are a bad omen in Africa, and also something to do with ancestors. And I know this because I used to catch chameleons when I was a kid. I liked reptiles and yeah, stuff. Yeah, and if I ever walked, I mean, I didn't catch them. I would yeah, like to. Yeah. Whenever I walked nearby any, like, you know, of the staff that were working at my dad's place or whatever, and they'd see me with a chameleon, they'd run away a lot of them because wow. they're so scared of chameleons. But, you know, that story, it's always bugged the shit out of me, right? Why didn't the people just roll around in that water? Or just not go in? I mean, <laughs> if, if that was the actual... If that was logic, their intent. Yeah. yeah it, it, why did not just roll around if that's what they wanted instead of just putting their hands and feet? Anyway, you know, I thought I'd tell you a bit of folklore. Yeah, that's good. Anyway, that's good a superstition stuff. in South Africa, in Africa. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, Aforja says, uh, thanks for what you do. I hope you brought in more. I uh, hope ye brought... I brought ye a few more viewers from Ireland tonight. I hope Winston can use subtitles I sent to your email. Oh. Uh, keep up for spreading the truth. I'll hope to see you in Europe. Thank you very much. Thanks. Uh, Logo app says, Dazak, you sussy bugger. We haven't had a, uh, a ball sack for a while there. Just throw, throw that in, yeah? Desert is a sussy baka. Uh, Logo app says China is democratic. The ROC is democratic. The Republic of China. Yes. It's Hample. Tankies are communists that double down on top-down autocracy approach that started with Leninism. They like autocracy in the promoted. That's correct. Mm-hmm. It's not just communists. It's autocratic authoritarians. Yeah. Scumbags. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Pretty much. That's a good translation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sean B. Zambri says, CCP is like an obese dude telling people to go to the gym. <laughs> yeah. 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 Dennis Stafford says, someday worthless whips again. Yeah. You have an episode on the line. Yeah. I've been working on it. Mm-hmm. Probably come Pretty out soon. next week. It's um, about the Trans Am. Sorry for the delay. 
Mm. A real human says, were you guys afraid that you'd be disappeared before you left China? Absolutely. Yeah. Similarly, are you afraid that you somehow could end up back in Chinese jurisdiction during a grounded flight, hypothetically? Absolutely. And that's something we pay very close attention to. Yeah, very much so. Uh, we don't, we don't. If, like, for example, you fly to Japan, then go directly to Japan. Yeah, you don't stop over in we Hong Kong. We don't stop in Hong Kong. Mm. We will literally, that's the end. That's yeah. the last time you'd see us. Yep. Iski, good morning from Japan. Still here doing my thing. Nice. Excellent. Jordan Laramore, next semester I'm taking classes on international law, dictatorships, and human rights. So I imagine China will be mentioned a lot. Mm. Tommy Yu is being a disloyal shill, as he said in China, needed to amend and improve while showing... Uh, voting by non-CCP people. Yeah, that's people know better issue. than the CCP. Yeah. Good point. <laughs> yeah. John Wayne, I really yeah. miss the bike videos. I'm getting my first bike next month because of your videos. Oh, that's excellent. Awesome. What are you going to get? Let us know next time. Bjarni Christiansen, China is getting an F- minus in the democracy test and expelled from school. Fantastic <laughs> breakdown analysis of the CCP freedom failure. Proud second place, by the way, Iceland. Yeah, Iceland, you rule. And Bjarni, you're yeah. a good friend of the show. Uh, Gordon Freeman, first live. Binging you for a couple of months now. Oh, thanks for joining us. The service. you I think Bjarni Christiansen, by the way, is the most famous fan that we have. Oh, okay. Um, fantastic breakdown. Actually, there's probably some silent fans out there. I'm talking about the Super Chat donators. <laughs> fantastic breakdown analysis of the CCP freedom. Oh, I'm sorry. First line, binging you for a couple of weeks now, a months now. The service you provide is without parallel, as much needed. Soft like cotton. Hard like pig bay, <laughs> irritant. Keep yes. up. Good work. Makes me irritate. We really need to make a soundbite out of that. Pig, yeah. The and pig I, bay. And I'll do anything to listen to her voice again. <laughs> of course you would, yeah. yeah. Um, you know how like people are like, if you're a fan of something, you're mm -hmm. like, uh, uh, blah, blah, blah. You know, like, uh, yeah. I can't think of an example. So you're, like a, you're beetle. a wanger? I'm, I'm a beetle fan. Are you a wanger if you're a deer wang fan? Probably. A deer wanger? A wanger? You're just a wanger. You're a wanger. <laughs> It's like a wanker. <laughs> Sherry Crosby. <laughs> U.S. won an important World War II battle in Guadalcanal, Solomon Islands. Now the CCP has brought, bought their government. Hmm. The island people of Malaita prefer Taiwan so torched Chinatown. Oh, so torched, torched Chinatown yeah. in some parliament buildings. Now Australian forces called in CCP interference. Interesting. Yeah, that whole Solomon Islands thing's been yeah, very fascinating that's to crazy, watch. That's crazy, right? Still waiting to see exactly how it all turns out before yes. we really make a comment. Yeah. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> Ronnie Icon says, a Dutch news agency put out a video today about why Omicron is not called Xi or New. They called it a conspiracy theory to believe it had to do with Xi Jinping. I wrote them in an email to educate Yeah, them. please I mean, do. The, the WHO said it. Yeah. I mean, they They, they said it's about, yeah. like, uh, surnames. Which is... Yeah. Bullshit. This shoe fly pie is really good. It is good. It's very filling. I finished my piece way way before you. Yeah. It's quite tasty Slowly though. Mm -hmm. I feel like it's probably the least healthy food ever made. Mm. No, no, no. What? There's far worse. <laughs> like what? Like pink. You pink. know. Pink. Mm. Pink. It's just just one of those. Another story for another time. Yeah. <laughs> Sebastian Baydart, mm. a long time watcher for the first time catching you live. What's a good starter bike if you want to travel for traveling? Oh, for traveling, um, probably a, a, a Kawasaki uh, what is KLR six fifty. No, or six fifty or the two fifty is fine. Actually, okay. for six for traveling, you yeah. Want the if that's an adventure bike, it's yeah. a single cylinder, so it's a bit vibrating, 
but you can load it up with saddlebags yeah. and you can For just travel. go and it can do some off-road and on-road it's good good in the long stretch that's a good point or any of the you can get a second-hand bmw one of those touring bikes real cheap yeah they're very cheap like yeah a grand or two grand for some of the older ones any any cruiser's good too yeah. you know yeah. like get, get an old uh, honda shadow or a yamaha virago or yeah. something like one that of those yeah yeah Reed Stripmatter says, one thing I have to say for China and Asia is that they have slightly more respect for women compared to South Korea and Japan, less conservative in this regard. What are you saying? Traditionally, maybe. Like, Japan and South Korea are pretty, pretty bad, like, chauvinistic societies. Yeah. However, in reality, within positions of government and things like that, I'm going to have to disagree with you on that one. Yeah, it's a tough one. Because when a CCP Mm. member gets power... Their ability to take advantage of women is higher than the average citizen of one of those other countries. Sure. Just for what you get away with in China is my point. Mm-hmm. The law is meaningless. Yeah. yeah. Doc it's... Slothington. Mm-hmm. If you recall, the old Doc Slothington died of cringe last week sure. in Pig Bay. In Pig Bay, yes. But this is we have to write it down. We're gonna get we gotta make that a sound by people yeah, are loving I'll do Pig right Bay. Now. Yeah, Pig Bay, dude. Uh, but I shall continue the old Doc's efforts to support you two. Keep up the good work. I'm a big fan of Doc Slothington's quotes, and I like how he talks about himself in the third person. Yeah, it's pretty cool. It's really cool. It's, yeah. a, good, it's a good look. Yep. Johnny Rep, as a former Army PSYOP guy, I find your coverage of CCP PSYOP to be spot on. Excellent. Thank you. That's cool. <laughs> Never. Uh, China 101, if you start a conflicting political party, you disappear. That's, That's right. Correct. Yeah. Tommy Keo 7 the other day I was arguing with Wu Mao about Taiwan. Why are you even arguing with Wu Mao? Yeah. He said Taiwan was only a democracy for 25 years. I retorted, that's 25 more years than the PRC. Which is true. And you're 100% correct. Yeah. I haven't seen. Does the, does the beats of the original ball sack sound sounds awfully like the Pornhub intro? Really? No. It predates Pornhub <laughs> by quite a, quite a quite bit a of time. Quite a long time, yeah. Was it 91 or something? Yeah. No, yeah, it, it is. Might be a, a ninety-one. Yeah, mm-hmm. thereabouts. Yeah. Question everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, thank, thank you, Ghost F. I've seen a lot of left-leaning people hating on Ines Cantor, saying he spreads CIA propaganda. No, what you're seeing is not leaning people. You're seeing tankies, and that's yes. a good example. Tankies are the authoritarian people. They hate. They're hating on Ines Cantor right now. They are. Um, I don't get why the left downplays the CCP. Well, tankies love the CCP. Think about that for a second. Mm. It's the ideal government for them. They, yeah, they want daddy to step on them. That's you know? right. Yeah, piss on them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> horrible things. Yes. He's key. Mm-hmm. Logo app. Uh, Lamau using democracy to determine if democracy is boring or not. Yes. Mm-hmm. Nick W. If democracy wasn't interesting, I wouldn't be watching live on my birthday. See? Oh, there we go. Well, thank birthday. you and happy birthday. Uh, my guest says I would rather a boring democracy than a terrifying dictatorship. Correct. Falanon says, greetings from Estonia, fellow Baltic. Mm-hmm. Uh, nice to hear from you. Thank you very much. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Myth Gundam says, how different are Afrikaans and Dutch? They're pretty different. I mean, it's it's. I can understand Dutch people when they talk, but there's a lot of differences. Same. I guess what you're seeing is Afrikaans is like a very old dialect of Dutch that's been mixed with some German and other crap along the way. And kind of moved into its own language, but it, it does come from Dutch, so it's very similar. Right. Mm. Um, Ross Wolf, mm-hmm. she says, I don't need your lame democracy summit. I'll make my own democracy with Baijo and unwilling tennis players. <laughs> nice. Correct. Nice. Richard White says, Hey, I guys remember you guys uh, saying China's a paper tiger. What are your thoughts on the hypersonic missile technology they have now? We mentioned that uh, two shows ago. Yeah. Um, yeah, we're talking about it. Dig, it is. You have to dig it up. 
Yeah, it is what it is. We're going to look into it more. Uh, maybe, maybe I'll talk about that a bit more in an upcoming video. With Jong Anthony Felix Sheena, uh, yeah. with a very good question, which is directly related to my coming video. Mm -hmm. There's been an explosion of pretty girls from China cheating Chinese on TikTok Live. Do you think they're genuine? And mm -hmm. I have the perfect video for you coming this yeah. week. Yeah. Uh, this coming week. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. I've done a, a really deep dive expose mm -hmm. on them. Mm -hmm. Uh, Rum Runner, what aboutism is more rampant in the U.S. than truly defending China? Um, every time I bring up the CCP, many say, well, what about our issues? Frustrating. That's a, that's a really good point. Something yeah. that frustrates us. Yeah, what aboutism is nonsense. It doesn't change anything. Uh -uh. All, all you're doing is trying to deflect away from what needs to be talked about. That's right. Mm. Hogni Asjord says, greetings from Oslo, Norway. Beautiful mm -hmm. city, by the way. I discovered your channel around the time I visited um, Hong Kong during the protests in 2019. I've been cool. following you since. That's awesome. Excellent. Dag Andreasen says a Chinese restaurant in our area had to close because they were doing propaganda for CCP in their restaurant. Oh, really? Well, that's What country is that? That's fantastic. Because that's freaking amazing. Yeah, I love that. Props to your country. Yeah. Uh, B. Guid says, get yourself a de decent six-pack of watered-down freedom beer wash down that Baijiu Yangtze River gut rot. <laughs> I love that. Yes, definitely going to do that. Yeah. Uh, Square, keep it up. Mm -hmm. um, do you mind if I get some Dos Equis this time around? Go, go for it. Yo, I seen the Waigoren says, with all the CCP anti-US rhetoric, when things eventually get better, am I able to visit, I mean, I'm able to visit China, how will locals treat me? Uh, how fast will anti-U.S. opinion become positive again once the CCP isn't so anti-U.S.? I do not. You know, see that's that that's down. actually a very weird thing because <clears throat> when I was in China in, in the beginning, I I was thinking to myself because you walk around and you've got these old guys sitting around and stuff. When they were my age, they were being taught to absolutely hate foreigners. To want to kill you them? You know, they yeah. were being taught that they are our enemy. We must kill them. You know, they are yeah. the, the reason we and. Now I'm walking around there with my Chinese girlfriend or whatever, and I kept thinking to myself, what, like, what do these guys think? Like, it must be devastating, mm. okay? But at the same time, it also showed me that uh, everybody can be friends, you of know? Course. Because having been indoctrinated into this absolute state of hatred towards the outside world and foreigners in particular, and then things changing so drastically that now foreigners are part of society there well in a small way anyway but you see them on the streets uh, china's not dealing with the western world now like all the investment coming in and stuff and it's, now they seem okay with it it just gives me hope that in the future if the ccp can just piss off with its crap yeah. you know that yeah. people will be able to see reason and everybody will be able to get along yeah you know agreed that's so good that's good i sentiment. get a little bit of glimmer of hope there you know yeah good good point Dragon's fourth child says the CCP threats come up empty. Why be considerate? Well, we don't have to be considerate to the government, but no, certainly the people. The people. Yeah. Uh, Je Chess says, "Are you gentlemen ever going to discuss the CCP funding of Boko Haram?" Interesting. Yeah. Maybe that could be something you do. And their yeah. actions of Mali, uh, CAR, or DRC. We just talked about the Congo. I yeah. would not be surprised if the CCP was funding Boko Haram. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Martin, want to fund the Taliban? Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah, you want to help and out the Taliban campaigns in, in America, yeah. So, so why to, to influence American elections, yeah, definitely. Uh, Martin Schemmel, I was wondering if you could go into some detail why you at times focus on Falun Gong being a weird cult and then why, why they're when they're also the resistance. We have no problem with Falun Gong, yeah. It's just, I think some people, especially like the shill types, the CCP shill types. 
if you're anti-CCP, you have to be Falun Gong. We'd like to make a clear distinction that we're not. No. Uh, if someone wants to be a neighbor, wants to be Falun Gong, he can be Falun Gong, and I'll yeah. say, have fun. That's it's great. It's kind of the same way I feel we'll about somebody who's a Scientologist or Jehovah's sure. Witness or something. They can something. do that all like, they want. It's totally fine. That's it's what you want to do. But I'm not going to be joining your Jehovah's Witness group or no. your Mormons no. or whatever. No. That's what you do. That's right. your thing. It's, it's not our fault that we yeah. don't want to join a, a religious movement. Cult. Cult Slash Whatever, whatever. Call it. like I feel honestly I feel the same way about Scientology yeah and yeah. I grew up with uh, I had neighbors that were Scientologists I had I had a really good in fact I had two very good friends from different families that were heavy into Scientology his name is Nathan right no no and one, of, one of them was Ben who turned mm. out to be quite the interesting character you know him he does puts things on his face oh that guy um, yeah. and then the other guy his name is Ryan um, and we used to play like you know, land games together. We used to go play Duke 3D and, you know, That's cool. Rainbow Six and nice. Quake and things like that. So, you know, we're talking about, I had good friends that were Scientologists, yeah. but I'm not going to go to their Scientology no, weird meetings where they to, have yeah. hats and stuff right. or whatever they do. But, you know, at the end of the day, that's what, what we just want to put out there is that we're not, we, we don't subscribe to Falun Gong. We're not interested in their religious side of things or any, anything, but as people, doesn't matter. And we, we support their struggle. We absolutely support anyone who's struggling against the CCP because if yeah. you want to be a Scientologist or you want to be a Mormon or you want to be a whatever, that should be your own personal choice. That's, that's and the Chinese right. government doesn't allow people to have that kind of choice. No, no. You know? Um, John Nudson. Thank you very much. Claudia, thanks, thanks for be, uh, for all you do to bring awareness. Awesome. Black Halo 6, can we start referring to Lithuania as the Euro Chad? Euro Chad. Like yeah, that. Euro Chad. JETS says... The PRC may be the least charitable country, but they certainly rely on it from yes. the international community that the CCP tries to undermine. Yeah. You're absolutely correct. The CCP gets tons and tons of and tons aid. of international aid. Why? I don't know. I couldn't tell you because they keep saying that they're the number one country in the world. So. They keep sending rockets to space. Yeah. Like, what do you? That aid money shouldn't be going to their rockets and military programs. Uh, Matthew Phillips hmm. says, "Just tuned in. So, did the CCP basically say May Bamfa, which means like?" Yeah. Nothing, can, about do, it, nothing yeah, you yeah. can do about it. Um, for what? Maybe for the Taiwan democracy thing. I don't know. No, they didn't say May Bamfa. They said Yo Bamfa. Yeah, so and we're going to participate. Yeah. Why can't we participate? Yeah, just a woman to don't Yeah, yeah. This, this is, is our, our stuff. This is our thing. Mm. Uh, Rum Runner, do you think China will ever send PLA troops somewhere like Africa to defend their interests? I could see them using that as a training opportunity. Absolutely. Sure. Absolutely. Uh, Jay Leo Winston, have you been in touch with your South African family and friends about Omicron? How are things going with them in society down there? Yeah, I mean, it's frustrating. Uh, nobody can leave. My parents were supposed to leave. Are they going to ban alcohol again? Yeah, it looks like they're going to do it again. Oh we'll see. It's crazy. It's a, it's a crazy situation. South Africa is really weird. Oh, by the way, and the power has been going off two or three times a day for like months now. Wow. Because of load shedding. All these people that, are, that were trying to say like, oh, no, it's not a big deal. It's, not, it's getting worse and worse and you worse. You have worse. family there. You're not lying. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like... Remember I had that debate with that other South African woman? Yeah, yeah. And she was like, oh, no, it's all going to be f nonsense. It's just gotten worse, <laughs> way worse. Who yeah. wants to... Can you imagine three times a day, for, every time for two and a half hours, your power goes off? What kind of garbage is that? You've got, it's supposed to be a developed country. You've got stuff to do, you right. know. You've got, like, they've got fish and stuff and the pumps that keep the, the water aerated so the fish don't die and stuff. They need power. So now they got, like, tons of generators that have to be running all the time, all this kind of crap. You imagine, can't and imagine, rely on it. And imagine being in China where they have power outages because they're too 
they're too pig-headed to say, okay, Australia, we'll buy your call. Yeah, I mean, that's a different story. I'm just saying. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. There's reasons. Mm. Malik Obama says, I watch Chinese infrastructure videos. I know it's propaganda, but I really enjoy them. Should I feel guilty? (laughs) I want to ask you a question, Malik. Mm. Why are you watching these? You can watch whatever you want. I honestly don't care. You could watch balloon porn, for God's sakes. Some weird shit. You could watch Chinese propaganda videos. Maybe that's your, your thing. You see that thing I sent you the other day? Um, which keep, keep saying what you're saying. I'll find it. But I'm just curious. Why why Chinese infrastructure videos? Because that's, that's bizarre. There's something specifically that I, I wanted you to put in the podcast, right? Okay. Let me see if I can find it here. You might have. You might have skipped through. You just listen. Just listen and you'll understand. It's getting past that. Just listen, okay? Not this. This is an advert. Oh. Okay. Listen, listen, listen. (laughs) New shipping hub in Northeast Asia. Reaching the world from Northeast China. Port of Dandong. Oh, yes. That'll go on the next episode. For those of you who don't know what that is, if anyone's ever, like, was ever in China during a certain time period, you know, you've got very limited um, things to do as a foreigner, things to watch. So if you're in a hotel or if you have TV in your house, there's like one English channel with CCTV4 at the time. I think it was, okay? Yes. And um, they, they had very limited ads. You get like four ads. And that was yeah. one of them. Oh, Port of Dandong. It's like every 30 hear. seconds. Yeah, you say Port of, of Dandong. Dandong. Every foreigner in China knows Port of Dandong. Yes. So we will put it in the show. Yeah, exactly. Port of Dandong. <laughs> See, people know it. People Shipping know the, hub yeah, of Northeast, Northeast Asia. Asia. Port of, of Dandong. Dandong. Oh, man. Anyone who's been there knows. They know. So people are saying... Mm-hmm. that balloon porn is a real thing <laughs> and they looked it up i just made that up now but people are now saying that's what i'm into <laughs> what is balloon porn i don't even want to know let's move on uh okay anyway harrison victor <laughs> greetings from canada letting you guys know that most canadians do not like the ccp and want to kick them in the dazx excellent we know thank you henry m thank yous are the people that ben franklin warned us about those who would give up liberty for safety and they knew freedom but betray it they deserve neither Mm-hmm. Some guy with a name. Good job. War Cup. Thank quote. you, PB. Uh, why aren't any Greeks annoyed that their alphabet is being used to name <laughs> all the variants? True. Good boy. Uh, click all night. I'm so I'm embarrassed. I forgot again. Do you remember the guy who heads Eco Health Alliance? Uh, what did he do? Any tips on remembering? Oh, the you name? mean um, Peter Bolsack? I wonder if anyone made a website to help people. What? You know that website I showed you? Does Ryan Kavanaugh look like uh, Harvey Weinstein? Mm-hmm. There's a helpful website so that people know how to mm-hmm. differentiate. I wonder if there's a website out there yeah. so people can know who who is the head of the Eco Health yeah, Alliance. Yeah. You know yeah, I, I mean? wonder if there is one yeah. to look it up. Jay Leo, do you guys know about uh, Chinese? Do you guys know Chinese people with a certain name? I know yes. one. Yes, I know one. Um, Kelwin58, asking for a friend, has there ever been more incompetent presidents than Joe Biden? My butt's been wiped. Is the most sensible, honest thing that can be attributed to him. What does that have to do with our conversation? I have no, I have no idea. I've never heard that. Yeah, you're not reading Super Chats from before the show. I did. I read all of them. I documented it. Can you vouch for me? Yeah, I see this here. No, all of them. I did all of Wait, them. Wait, did you do all of them? No, you I didn't. I did all of them. Yes, I did. Show me one that I missed. Um, show me one. CCP has lifted millions out of poverty. Uh, go down. Keep going. This is my stuff. Okay, never mind. Sorry. Yeah, he did read them. 
Uh, Myrtle the turtle. Instead of calling the she variant, they should call it Winnie the Pooh flu. Sefita Von Dionysus audio as echoing. That was a while ago. It was in the past, guys. Yeah. In the past. It echoed. Uh, it echoed in the past. Mike but Huter. Good to see you, Mike. Yeah, thank you for joining us. Love seeing your comments here. Uh, Pan-fried pork, spring onion bowza, and jasmine tea is yum cha-ching. Actually, <laughs> I could go for some freaking uh-huh. pan-fried pork spring onion bowza. Those are pretty good. I freaking love dumplings, and I love bowza. Bowza is probably one of my favorite foods especially, in China. Especially those fried ones. Mm. Those are amazing. And it's because it's foreigner-friendly. A lot of the times you go to like dim sum yum cha, and it's like chicken feet and some cow stomach or whatever and for someone like myself i'd I'd rather not sure for someone like me i know i know it's great you eat that that stuff if you want to but for me it's like a bit of an adventure yeah i see i see a bowels and i'm like holy shit that actually looks like something i can eat but it's delicious no of course there's tons of delicious dim sum i'm just saying like sometimes we go go for dim sum yeah of course you go to those like rural like i should say traditional type places there's a lot of junk i can't eat especially since a lot of it's got shrimp in it Mm mm-hmm and yeah, I'm, I'm allergic to shrimp. So. You're a big chasu bao guy. Love that. Yeah, yeah. it's awesome. Uh, great idea on the new format. Looking forward to starting from the beginning. Thank you. Thanks. Mm. Appreciate the support. I didn't see anyone protest against the yum cha. No, we should definitely do it. Yeah. I mean, and if you're live, you you get to join us. That's the fun yeah. of being part of this conversation. Yeah. For sure. Um, Matthew Phillips, in your opinion, can a CCP member leave the party or live a quiet or private life separate from the government, or they're only allowed to retire? It's a good question. Uh, Team Hoan, that's also good. Din Taifung is great too. Mm. People are all on this uh, dim sum thing. Yeah. Tail Gunner, do we play Mahjong with the aunties after Yamcha? I certainly don't. No. I literally every single Chinese person I ever met refused to teach me. Even friends, mm-hmm. they're like, you don't don't get into that. It's like kind of like I'm not allowed to swear in Chinese, right? <laughs> You're not allowed to play Mahjong. I had some friends that were like willing to teach me, and then that's the point I realized I absolutely don't want to learn Mahjong. <laughs> That's, that's the real honesty there was once it was a chinese new year i think it was or it could have been christmas or something i had a lot of people over at my place we all got horribly drunk and we found a mahjong set in the house i was renting uh-huh. a couple because it was Can- cantonese sure. people rented it out to me so yeah so <laughs> anyway we, we pulled out these tiles and someone that was there at the party and i can't remember who it was actually taught everyone how to play and we actually played it and i remember really understanding it very well but the next day i couldn't remember shit because i was so drunk right but we had a good time right it's actually much less complicated than you think it looks so complicated Mm. and i i this is my like uh my puritan heart Mm -hmm. but i hate gambling Mm. like Mm. i hate gambling every aspect of it so and it's not like a weird vendetta i have it just despise it so that being the motivating factor kind of turns it off for me turns me off of it you know what i really hate is when like back in the day you'd get compilation games i was just stuff. about to bring that there's up there's always mahjong there's always mahjong games in there and it's like come on you get a 101 nintendo knockoff cartridge or something it's always got mahjong on there too it'll be like neon genesis 7 jillian strip mahjong game <laughs> you can't you don't know play mahjong you never get to see it no it's screw mahjong I mean, I know a lot of that people like it. a little like too it, close to home there. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> uh, Carla, good morning from Bangkok. My mm-hmm. view on the Greek variant naming. It shows how bad the WHO can plan anything. Mm-hmm. It would take two minutes to read the alphabet and check if it's compatible. Yeah. True. Uh, Rock M says, I saw this channel called The Gray Zone, where the journalists compared Xinjiang to WMDs of Iraq. Thoughts? Absolutely not. And actually, I looked up The Gray Zone. People were asking me, this, this is all a Twitter thing. 
People ask me, how do you validate your sources? And I was showing yeah. them what we use, yeah. uh, mediabiasfactcheck.com. Yeah. And what it does is it tells you all the times that a media source is screwed up, mm-hmm. where they are on the left and right spectrum, but most importantly, how valid they are, how many how many uh, times, sorry, not how many times it's screwed up, how often their, their um, data points, how often the reporting is fair, mm-hmm. objective, whether it's right or wrong. And that gray zone thing was a questionable source, which is their lowest rated source. Sure. Uh, so questionable source means it's fake news. So oftentimes they misreport, embellish, or are extremists in their viewpoints, mm-hmm. propaganda. So yeah, just keep that in mind <laughs> Yeah. for the gray zone. Correct. Uh, Rum Runner, speaking of food, have you managed to get your Chinese family members to eat American holiday, holiday food, or do they claim to have a Chinese stomach? Mm. They'll try things, kind of. Oh, my, my mother-in-law's great. She's mm. great. She'll she'll eat it and she'll like it. She's actually yeah. really polite about it, weirdly enough. My father-in-law, who's usually the really polite one, is the one that hates all Western food. And it's all like, oh, it's not for me. You know? Have you found it's weird how, how picky they are about the chicken? Yes. It's like the chicken has to be bony and yeah. and like... Stri- what? There's no bones yeah. in this? It no, it's got to be stringy. Yeah, yeah. it has to be hua, which means slippery, I guess. Yeah, it's going to be slippery. But the... Like Not my, crispy. My, my father-in-law hated the chicken here because it's so succulent and juicy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're like, yeah. what is this? It right. needs to it be. It needs a, to be tough. It needs to be a hassle to eat. You yeah. know, it's got to be like you know. So it, right. it, it, it has is, to be tough. It is different though. But we just went to the Asian supermarket. And we got them their kind of chicken anyway. Yeah. And it was like, now this is real chicken. You know, we right. got from that. It's got to have less bunch. meat, and it's yes. got to be tough to chew. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's it. And not crispy. The, the skin, if it's crispy, it's done. Yeah, it's got to be bony. Throw that and, out. You know? It's got to be slippery. <laughs> yeah, Steamed. slippery. Hua. Yeah, yep. hua. And so yep. they, it's kind of weird, but it's true, though. In China, the chicken breast is the least popular, popular That's dog food. part. Yeah, yeah, like, so you or can buy Or they chop it, it up and put it in vegetables. You can buy it really cheap. The chicken breast, oh, you can like buy free. it super cheap because yeah. nobody wants it. Yeah. It's kind of weird. They, they don't want the parts that aren't full of bones. Yeah. Right. Anyway. Uh, Free speech respecter says, would you rather go back in time and stop Hitler or stop Mao? I'll do Hitler, you do Mao. Yeah, definitely. Like it's two to take care of both. Take it both, yeah. yeah. Uh, free speech respecter, what if uh, Chiang, Kai, Chiang Kai Chung, <laughs> you mean Chiang Kai shek won? Yeah. Um, hopefully, tai- uh, the mainland China would have liberalized like Taiwan did. Yeah, it's uh, hard to say. He was not a he great was hor- character. Horrendous. So don't worry. Fascist. Yeah, he's not a hero. <laughs> no. Leo, greetings from China. I am uh, due to have hernial repair surgery here. Well, welcome to my world. Mm. Good luck. What are your experiences with Chinese hospitals? Have a pint or two. Ooh. You have to go back and watch our, our catalog, our yeah. exhausting catalog. Here's the thing. If you're in Shenzhen, uh, the only hospital that I would ever suggest you go to is the Hong Kong University Hospital, which is on Binhe Dadao. It's Binhai Dadao. It's down there. Um, and that's because it's staffed by uh, Hong Kong uh, doctors and interns and stuff you'll find that if ever there's a problem uh, any any foreigner will usually go there I've had a lot of experience with the hospitals in China and if you can help it it's better to go there go to a foreign run hospital yeah if you're yeah. there's there's ones in Beijing and Shanghai as well. yeah yeah of course do not go to a Chinese hospital a public hospital it's you're you're taking a big risk a big risk yeah huge risk especially yeah. with a back surgery mm. I'm going in for one too. I would never, ever, ever go into a Chinese public hospital for a back surgery. No, not a, not a Chinese public no. hospital, no. Logo app, it's a shame money causes people to turn a blind eye to evil dictatorships. I know you guys focus on China, but I really wish more people were aware of how horrible Saudi Arabia is as well. We don't talk about things we don't understand. Yeah, right? so we, can um, learn. we don't have that experience. Right. Yeah. Um, Rock M, by the way, not my opinion. Okay. okay. <laughs> Christoph Barron, uh, 
Yeah, Chris. Uh, Winston, I loved your bastardized Dutch with much love, <laughs> with love from a Polish guy from the Netherlands. Okay, that's awesome. Yeah, well, Afrikaans is bastardized Dutch. That yeah. makes sense. Yeah, doesn't it? Mm. you were speaking Afrikaans. Yeah, obviously. you weren't trying to speak Dutch. No, I was reading. There was right. Afrikaans that was written there. Sure. Uh, Mike thirty seven. I love your work, mm-hmm. your cars. You two are really helping the world to wake up and see what the CCP is doing. Big thank you. Please enjoy a beer. Thank you. Thank and you. yes, I'm going to go sit in my Trans Am and drink beer again. It's such a lonely thing that I watch him do. It's fun. I get to listen to some tunes on the radio, maybe some murder mystery podcasts or something, get yeah, drunk. That's cool. In my car. I don't drink and drive. No, this is parked. The Super Size Me <laughs> yeah. documentary has been super debunked. We know. We know. Yeah. I wasn't quoting that as doctrine. Mm-hmm. It was made by a vegan who faked results in hopes of getting people to eat less meat. I watched it. Is it? Yeah. I, yeah. Okay. I watched the rebuttal documentary. Oh, there was some crazy one, wasn't there? Oh my gosh, was that good stuff? That was like I won't, I won't want to make fun of the person. No, no. Yule Young, it's very dated. <laughs> uh, you should try some pierogies since we're in PIA. Pierogies all mm-hmm. the time, my friend. Yoder, Winston Sturzel versus Chris Abroad. Still waiting for it. Oh, <laughs> the boxing match. You're gonna fight Chris Abroad? Who do you think would? <laughs> Why win? would I fight him? The people are obsessed with this. I'm actually getting tired of this freaking <laughs> boxing shit. I get this for charity, mm. but this YouTuber boxing shit is super cringe to me. Like, is uh, there's YouTubers I like that are doing it? Not like Logan Paul and shit. By the way, I'm talking <laughs> yeah. about like other YouTubers. Like, you know, you have like people that are. Um, what's it called? What's his name? I don't know. Ah, it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Anyway, they're doing it, which is great for charity. I agree. They're raising tons of money for charity. I get it. But the, I I've, hate boxing and confrontation. Sure. I feel like I'd really have to dislike someone intensely to yeah. actually try I, and punch I like him. Chris Abroad. Why would I want to punch him? Mm. Right? Yeah. Yeah. He's a great channel. Yeah. Um, it's kind yeah. of a weird thing. But yeah, who knows? There's, everything's possible. If you raise, up, raise the whole thing up, if you organize it and everything, maybe it'll happen. Maybe it'll happen. Kurt probably Ohio. not though <laughs> Kurt Ohio, Ohio serve guys you're doing the Lord's work by exposing all the evil that is the CCP I pray for the internal destruction of the CCP and freedom for the real yes there we yes. go I'm not laughing it just sounds very that's great that's fantastic I'm, I'm on board with that yeah Marie strip matter what's your favorite cultural part of China excluding the food um, I would say the it, it is surrounding the whole fighting for the bill thing not the face part of that but the whole um, taking care of people very close to you which is nice hospitality it's pretty much anywhere but hospitality hospitality Mm. logo app since there's already a chad maybe lithuania could be called chaduania (laughs) euro chad euro chad is cool Mm -hmm. uh roman rays you like anime which uh anime do you prefer we do Uh, yeah it's a tough one to say uh me and my wife just finished uh, hunter x hunter uh i like we were watching trigun the other day me and Mm -hmm. you yeah and uh cowboy bebop's great now that it's back now it's um They've made a live-action one, which I'm on the fence about. I watched a little bit of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, it reminded me how much I enjoyed the original series back in the day. Yeah. Mm. Death Note is my favorite. I'm a big Ronmo one half fan. Oh, yeah, that's good fun. all those VHSs. Yeah, yeah. Um, Winter Phoenix Forest Kieran, there's I a used, character limit. Actually, if you go to my channel, I have, a, um, I have a video about how I started South Africa's first you know, Japanese... Um, pop culture magazine in south africa called yeah. otaku magazine yeah so i'm very well versed in all that stuff chris yeah. abroad isn't isn't maybe not who I'm, am i getting this wrong i don't know who's chris broad i thought chris abroad was the japan guy yeah it is yeah abroad in japan yeah yeah, yeah i like is. i love that channel uh paul sinkins uh rock m think the chip ban will expedite taiwan from 2030 
I don't know. Hey, Watson Chameleons, it's all in the water. The tofu water. You guys are great. <laughs> yeah, okay. We uh, we need a... Great. Yeah, sorry. We, we've been lackluster on our soundbites today. You don't today. have to spam them. No, of course not. But I mean, it's definitely a... Great. Soundbite, you know? It is, it is. PB, can you make a smooth jazz version of the ball set clip? <laughs> Maybe. I mean, I guess. <laughs> awesome dude, 007. Long time, first time. Two Badger 2, thank you very wow, much. Wow, that's very generous of you, mate. Thank you. Doc Slothington, which patron will the new segment be posted on? Just the podcast one? Yeah, we'll post on the podcast. Yeah. I don't think we should post it on our personal patrons, right? No, no, they'll no, be the, the just for the show. Yeah. yeah. But you'll get to see it live, and like like we said, yeah. it'll still be out you're, for like you're a, there. Day, He's a Doc, day or so. Doc Slothington, you're always here, so yeah. don't worry about yeah. it. Uh, Ryan G, vote in the fun subreddit poll, greatest villain of the podcast, CCP or Echo. <laughs> That's a good poll. Someone make a poll. Yeah. Uh, Jong Anthony Felix Sheena, thanks for the answer. Uh, are you TikTok? Looking forward to the video. Have a great weekend, Jesse. You, and you, you yourself. Thanks for reminding me. That's what I'm doing. Mm -hmm. Rock M, Wolf Cola is a proud sponsor of Book Haram. Okay. okay. Ben Sheevers, obviously China. It's worse, but I don't trust U.S. elections to be free and fair. They score badly on that as well. Love you guys. Been watching for years. James, uh, how Definitely British? more free and fair than South African bloody elections, that's for sure. Yeah. Mm. Uh, how British is Hong Kong? Very. They, Very. they have like high tea and stuff. It's, yeah. it's more British than A lot than, of the food, a lot of the, the English <laughs> that they yeah. use. Well, there's like waste waste come some you know there's all these weird things it's it's very british yeah. we have yeah. to explain that people think you're talking about something oh bad. yeah no like you know if you look at the what is it called waste come receptacle or something yeah waste come receptacle <laughs> i know that sounds bad and it is c-u-m <laughs> but <laughs> yeah. it's not like that it's like means also right yeah right like it's like also something, something like that <laughs> don't why did you do google that don't worry about semen on the loose okay. brother we'll get a waste cum receptacle <laughs> never mind no, it's complete just... kind of biohazard waste disposal. okay never mind don't, don't go through google my search, search history, history. Yeah. waste cum receptacle that is gonna haunt you on the subreddit there... oh. <laughs> it's but it's why did you look this up <laughs> never mind but no, we're not see, lying. No, yeah, yeah there, there, it there, it is. Is, there it is. Litter cum recyclable, litter cum recyclable collection bin in right. Hong Kong. Litter cum recyclable. That's it. It's like you it see it every. Also. Yeah, I know, but it's it's weird. I guess it's like cum laude or whatever. Yeah, yes. something like that. We're not saying what you think we're saying. Yeah, yeah, cum. It's pronounced cum. Is it? I guess it must be, but it's no, spelled mag magna cum laude or whatever you say cum. Cum laude. Oh, is cum, cum laude. It's probably oh. cum. Either way, it doesn't matter. That's what it's written. See, yeah, yeah, you found it. It's written. Yeah. I, I know. There's I some strange, very British things Ooh. in Hong Kong. Let's put it that way. Yes. Uh, last you know, like the judges wear those wigs and everything. They do. Yeah, it's cool. Um, mm -hmm. Los Stars says, "Keep up the great work. Here's some beer money for good Thank you. Good stuff. Thank you. you. Thank you. Adam says, "ADV podcast is great." <laughs> oh, you mean great. Uh, Winston, love your Taobao duds. They really suit you. Taobao duds? Where? Dud. Clothes? Is that the... the These aren't from Taobao. What are you talking about? <laughs> I don't shop on Taobao for my clothes. <laughs> is, is dud means clothes? Yeah, duds. I didn't know that. Yeah. Huh. Sea milk, nice shirt. Is it made of cotton? It sure is. Oh. Cotton. Uh, Shay Rock Sure, sure says have you watched the new south park post-covid specials i have not no no we haven't seen it uh mikey mouse in china is back cool cool mouse? Oh. yeah i can't read that 
Ye variant. Well, but variant, yeah. you're Greek, so I trust you. Yes. Ivan Voronov is greeting from Lithuania. Mm, I'm waiting cool. for, him for Taiwanese pineapples to be sold in local stores. Hashtag yes. Freedom Pineapple. Hashtag People's Republic of Comedy. Yeah, I love it. We just got to keep. We got to keep that going. Simple cliche says petition to change OK Boomer to OK Wuma. OK Wuma, yes. Also, do you ever check your Facebook DMs? Love from Washington State. We do not. No, I got too many. I got hundreds of thousands of unread messages. I'm very bad with that. Um, Logo app. We're not going to yeah. do that. Mm-hmm. Sorry, Alessio. And do you miss the knockoff Yaris yet, Winston? <laughs> no. I recently rediscovered your channel. It's crazy to see how much has happened. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, that was crazy. That that car was brand new, and an aircon compressor would break every year. Oh, oh, lots of things broken. It was crazy. I just don't know. Um, yeah, it's not very well built. <laughs> no, I'm just still looking at your computer. <laughs> oh yeah, I probably should close that. Doc Slothington says NordVPN needs to step up their sponsorship. It's the only thing keeping Winston's sketchy search history secret. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh god. All right, we are done. Um, so expect this up on the Patreon. Patreon. Yeah, absolutely. That, that's what's cool, man. So yeah. from now on, um, this Yum Cha section. We're going to make it a bit more personable, a bit yeah, more fun, sure. and you know, maybe have a couple of drinks or something, uh, yeah. some tea or whatever, you know, some real hard teas or something. You never know what we're going to have. Sure. But uh, it's going to be a fun segment, and thank you so much for joining us for this uh, very important conversation we have every week, guys. Uh, fantastic, you were here. Can't wait to see you next time. Don't forget our videos. I mean, uh, Sea Milk and myself both put out videos th- this week, and we put out videos every week, but we put out some pretty good ones. We'd love for you to take a look at mine is about the plight of the ethnic minorities yeah. in in China. Yours are your five scariest stories. Yeah. You know, um, some of those adventures. I was there for some of them, so I can vouch. It's called the Hitman Village. Yeah, it's called the Hitman Village one. Um, and anyway, can't wait to see you next time. So until then, you know the drill. Stay awesome. I won't cut myself off this time for sure. Get a countdown. Let's do it. Five. And I'm serious. I'm actually not going to cut myself off. For real? Yeah. No, seriously. Five. Four. Three. Why not? That's two.